He's kind of like an acquired taste. <laughs> Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. They're fucking full of shit. Value. I like money. Oh, gash, baby. So hard. Oh, my God, yes. Don't tell me high. Listen, we may be a little high. I mean, late. So you just get fucked in the butt. Dude, I've been mooching off you for years. Thank you, darling. Oh, man, I gotta, I just gotta jack off right now. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how bad you sound? Oh, man. You'd know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast. Listen, indeed. That, to me, is better than actual porn. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's right. Feeling okay on a Sunday. We're back at it with another episode of Bowl After Bowl. This one happens to be a Bowls with Buds. How do you know? Because it's not Tuesday. It's Sunday, like I said, April 30th, 2023, by my calendar here. I am Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. And I'm Dame DeLorean. And back for another one, our boy Effortless is in the bowl. Hey, how you doing? Doing, doing good. And, and, for the first time ever, we're joined by Mr. Man. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. Hey, hey guy, hey. What is up, my fellas? Well, considering we we were abortively slated for Friday, I, I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning and there's this post there and I'm like, I had planned for this for Sunday. And uh yeah, boy, I I started panic drinking because like, <laughs> I was I'm a gamer, but I needed to settle my nerves. But we got it settled and we're here tonight on the originally slated date of Sunday, April thirtieth, twenty twenty three. That's right. Crazy me. I I like wrote it down in this stupid plan planner I keep and I wrote it on the wrong day. And, it's all good. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. But uh, it all worked out. It all worked out, especially for Mr. Man, who was just... Yeah, it should be known. Oblivious. Yeah, you are broadcasting from your rig on the road uh, via Wi-Fi, so people should uh, give Mr. Man a shout-out for that, just because it's harder for him. There we go. Sweating my balls in Las Vegas. Sweating. Sweaty Vegas. I'm sure that you're not the only sweaty balls in Vegas tonight. Just a guess. Uh, but thanks for joining us. Yeah, the uh, second time we've had a trucker live with the rig. Although I'm not 100% convinced this isn't just uh, Sammy O doing a voice sitting next to her AC unit. <laughs> <laughs> we should get her. You Here, you should have her on solo for a show because I'm sure she's a hoot. I'm sure of it. That girl could talk. I, and I, I don't doubt that. No, you should. You should really, really pressure her because I think everybody would be edified by her uh, her thoughts on anything, quite frankly. I think that's right. Yeah. That sounds right to me. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get it back into her DMs again. Yeah, for sure. And she'll do it. She just needs to be coaxed out of hermitage. Okay. Okay. I have, uh, I have my ways. Let the nagging begin. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Free weed. That's right. Uh, so, 
Bird Gang in the house. Bird Gang is real. Bird Gang is uh, here and present. The only real birds left in well, uh, in North America. You know, you know, it's not my, it wasn't my thought. Like, uh, Mr. Man had the Red Cardinal, and Lady Mountain Jay had the Blue Jay, and I don't know why I just decided to join Bird Gang, but I did. <laughs> and uh, then we have Memes. Memes 1336, not quite elite. I think um, he's really stepped up and uh, assumed the mantle of Nas Memer. So I think it's time for him to be Memes 1337 legitimately elite. I think that's what we should call him. Okay. He's Bird Gang. And I really, no, I, I came on here with the with the intention of making sure that people did thank him because he's just, he's relentless. He's on a pace to beat my my post record for last year. So. Oh, man. Yes. He's going to make Ariner uh, need a whole extra rack and uh, all kinds of shit. No, but he, do, he does yeoman's work. He really does. Well, cheers to you, memes. Th- yes, and I, I know. I hope he's happy that he got his recognition because he deserves it. Uh, Mr. Man was just telling me today um, that uh, it's a good thing that memes has stepped up because it's taken all the pressure off him, right? Because he used to post a lot of memes. Right. And I said, yeah, I have time for other things now, too. So thank you, memes. There you go. Picking up the slack. Yeah. Yeah, I got to retire. There we go. I was curious because it's, it's funny, the the whole bird gang uh thingy right and the origin you guys were you and uh lady mountain jay that blue jay and that red cardinal and i like thought you were like uh i don't know like romantically or familially affiliated for the longest time yeah Uh, everybody thinks that so what's what's like the origin story of the bird profile avi for you like you guys have the like the matching avis uh, she was kind of like the first person that I really started talking to on Naz, and I'm just more of like a meme thief or whatever, so I had my kid edit her, her avatar and change the colors around, and he turned it into a cardinal, so I used that for, for the longest time. Child labor. <laughs> uh, he was like 16. Yeah, it's not illegal if you... Uh, both made the kid and don't pay them. <laughs> That's where it starts to get illegal is when you start paying them. Bird Gang is weak, uh, Obi Han says. Bird Gang is weak, is that what he said? We're already, we're already getting uh, Bird Gang uh, threats on Nas. Oh my god. I, you know what? I stand behind my suggestion that we have some sort of intramurals, and it would be in the best spirit. But you were so afraid that the accord that I wasn't even aware of. Mr. Man told me like a couple months ago. He says, "No, no, we're 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 cool with Wolf Wolfpack, right?" And and I was like, "Come on, like you have something right there. We could have a game show. You could do it quarterly. You could do it biannually. It doesn't even matter. Semi-annually. I don't care. But have some sort of intramural game show. Uh, I think people would tune into it. I don't think I have bad ideas in that regard." Just a uh, a friendly competition, I guess, yes. is what you're trying to suggest. Yes. Now, I say Charlie McDennis, right? And I say that, you know, <laughs> just as an example of sure. that it's not like um, family feud. Now, right? I don't want that. You're referring to Charlie McDennis, the uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia game they play. Although, yes. Uh, and Charlie uh, Dennis, Charlie McDennis to Electric Boogaloo, is that what it was? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
And, you know, according to Charlie, Charlie McDonough's is not a game, it's a war. <laughs> now, that may just be Charlie taking things to the next level. If we're going to be literal about my suggestions, then yeah, okay, then, okay, Charlie's right. But it was, it was only my intention that it would be a lively and spirited game show okay. experience for the audience. Yeah. Uh, the I, people they know and love. I, I, my intention was not to uh, project any kind of fear. Uh, I just wanted to say that, I, you know, me and Sammy put a lot of work into the friendship rituals of... Uh, <laughs> Why was I not privy to the accord? I, know, nobody talked to me about the accord. You seem like a guy who uh, spends a lot of time on NASA. I'm just surprised that uh, you weren't around when all that went down. This was like months uh, ago. This was like, uh, this was you when you just uh, have to at me in the discussion. You I mean, guys, you guys froze me out. I mean, uh, Sammy was uh, Wolf Avi for at least a full week. I think maybe ten days or something. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, that, that may have been for espionage purposes. We, uh, bait purposes. She came over and uh, we, you know, part of the friendship rituals and all that. She was, uh, she was a wolf pack member for for a, for quite a while, a significant quite a, quite a significant a amount of time. And there is a significance to the passage of time. Ah, she's still bird gang. This we know, but yes, yes, of course, bird gang. Uh, however, it was you know. It Sounds was like some sort of twisted exchange program or something. It was worth the effort, let's say. Billeted Sammy at, at, in Kansas City somewhere. It's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not just for us. We do this for, for the future generations. Well, you know, you know, in all seriousness, like, future generations have it tough. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we got to do really everything do. we can. So you must have something to talk about, Spencer. We can't just talk about bird gang all oh, night. I mean, usually. Uh, I I I actually had a few questions for you, me because yeah. Uh, so last time we talked, we you know mm -hmm. sat down, uh, and you were uh, you were effortless, mm -hmm. and uh, effortless. I'm, I'm looking all over the Fediverse and I can't find effortless. But no, no, he died. Now you are known as disavow, Mister Man, and we still build you as effortless, just to kind of I don't know, limit the potential confusion to our bowlers. No, but confusion, you just outed me. I'm, like, a hiding in relative plain sight right now. Now. And there are still people, even, it's like months later, it's like five months later, there are still people who are, like, don't quite know where I went, and which is fine by me. Like, sure. it's not like I'm, like, I'm not a malignant narcissist. What happened was something happened one morning um, on NAS, and I posted a tweet without a link. Oh, and that was your first mistake. A certain podcaster came on my link and started crapping on me, which was tough for me because I had a member. I, I told you all about the, the cats that I have last time, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, I had five the last time I was on, and I have four now because oh. the elder lady of the group passed on. And she had just passed on that morning. So when a certain podcaster chastised me and rebuked me for posting Twitter without a link and then went on his show later on and then without naming me because at least like man up and let me, you know, let me respond to it because people would ask. He said that that's all I did. So I just thought, fuck this. I just burned that account and I, st and I had this one as a backup. And uh, I did not do what I normally do. Normally, I would just upload my CSV of follows. Sure. And, and then just let everybody just decide whether they want it back or not. But I did not do that. 
I'm at 10% of my previous numbers before, and uh, it's a lot more manageable, and I, 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 I don't feel like I have to fulfill a role i'm just myself and it's not i'm not very likable so that's 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 the number one thing you'll notice is that i don't really fucking care anymore well, you know I, there's a number of guys like that on the on the nas and well, no the, but the Fediverse it, it, at large i would say it, i i am markedly a different person than i was the last time i was on your show okay um i'm out of my christmas depression and uh, Mr. Mann was indicating and uh, that he was sort of in a funk. And I said, is it your birthday anytime soon? He says, wait a second. Yes, it is. So, yeah. So, Mr. Mann is in the funk that I was in two months ago. So, to go easy on him. Okay. Yeah. It's hard. We'll go, we'll go easy on you, Mr. Mann. Birthday funk is the Sweet. worst. Mr. Mann, I, I don't mean to take up all the time, Kevin. So, fine. So, Kevin. Uh, we're... we're you had mentioned uh, effortless, so we're having like a name guessing contest thing. You're you're big on contests, first well, of all. Well, well, people respond to base, and so like a contest is like human social base. It's like something that reverberates through uh, people's expectations. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you can guess Kevin's actual first name. Whatever sats I, I'm assuming my Albie's still connected. So whatever sats I have. Uh, we'll have to work it out, but you can have my sats for tonight. But you have to guess, Mr. Man. Okay, GMO's not eligible. <laughs> Board Stupid is not eligible because they know Sammy is not eligible. And they've dropped copious hints. And if you're, if you're an aficionado of junk food, you may have already guessed his first name. But that's, that's the challenge. That's the offer. Uh, you know, the, my sats are yours. Mountain Jay, too. Mountain Jay knows, yes, wow. okay. Oh, so your secret's pretty much out. That's what you're trying to say. No, well, not really. I had to <laughs> run on their mouths. I had to get it out of him, like, you know, uh, the doctor getting, uh, you know, Adam's teeth out. Like, that's, it was, I had to pry it out of him. Surgically? Yes. I had to put him under. It's very intense. I roofied yeah, him. Yeah, we've known each other for, like, what, like five years or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty intimate. I'm actually scrolling back because uh, all of this chat reminds me I never did test that Albi that you gave me, and so I'm gonna go back and grab it. Gots to find it. I gots to find it. Who mine or uh, Kevin's? Kevin's. Kevin's. What if Kevin He's... was Trevor? Exactly right. <laughs> what if he was? <laughs> this is no uh, one knows that means. No one knows. Uh oh my god! I almost read. Uh, never mind. The other thing I want to ask about, so going back to the account switch, right? Yes. You said this was a backup account. Yes. You're you're already running 12K posts, so mm-hmm. were you posting like pretty regularly-ish from this still before? No, no, no. When I started this account, it was shortly after my appearance on your show. Um, gotcha. And, okay. And so the, I had nothing on this account, literally nothing. So the 12K that I have is in like four and a half months. Whoa. So it really just puts me on par for about maybe 70% of what I did last year. So I'm, I, it's only, I've only just picked up in the last month. And anybody who's been out on NASA will agree. Like, holy fuck, where do you always oh, back? Yeah, yeah. It's because I'm out of my winter funk. Ah, uh, yeah. That's a, that's a real thing, too. Mm-hmm. The winter S- funk. What do they call it? Seasonal affected disorder? Yeah, yes. sad. Exactly. 
It is so sad. No, but I'm, and I'm up in Canada, right? Like, like Oof. half of the year, well, yeah, half of the year spent overcast. Most, most of the time here in BC, especially in the winter and the spring. So it's just like this polarized light that just like, it works on you over time, the polarized light. You need the, the, the UV coming straight from the sun and not, you know, all, all filtered through cloud cover, which is what this place is normally. It's been pretty good lately. It's been nice and clear. That's good. It's always nice to emerge from it. And, and the, uh, you know, the, I don't know, like the trees are uh, getting leaves again now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, we have trees here, too. My mom had to buy, like, these special light bulbs that had, like, the sunlight spectrum in them. I've heard of those. Was that effective? Does it work? Yeah, I would say it worked. It, was like it goes, a... in, goes in your eyes, in your eye holes. Ooh. That's the trigger, eh? That's kind of uh, tempting, actually. No, no, it does something going through your eyes. I mean, I'm sure you're going to get something with UV and vitamin D and all that shit from the sun itself. But it's just something about the magic of it going through your optic nerve and dazzling your brain. I'm certain of it because I love a sunny, clear day with blue sky, puffy clouds. Just my favorite thing ever. No doubt. I mean, what could be better for a bird? Well, well, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? Considering this, like, have you ever seen birds when it's like fucking windy out? Like the seagulls, they're like out having a blast. Like, <laughs> No, seriously. It's like a roller like coaster for them. Yeah, they're just riding on the fucking wind, right, right? And then they'll just do a nice little dive, and then they'll catch their, they'll, they'll move their wings, and they'll go back up again, and they'll sit there and float. Yeah, birds are fucking awesome. So, Mr. Man, I am curious, because uh, Bulls with Buds, is a, a big part of it's about origin stories and uh, how the hell all of this came to be. And, of course, we always talk about... Um, our original hit-in-the-mouth origin story, so I'd love to hear how you came to the No Agenda community at large, but also I'm very interested in the origin story of how you met this crazy uh, son of a bitch over here. Oh, let's see. No Agenda, it was probably, how long has that show been on, like 15 years? Yep, and some change. I want to say I heard, I used to listen to a podcast called Linux Outlaws. Linux Outlaws. Yeah, and he started talking about this crazy show, like, spitting truth and whatnot, and I checked it out, and then, I don't know, I've been listening, it's probably, it had to be in, like, the t- early 200s. Okay. Say. The early 200s, that's that's very, uh, that's way back there. <laughs> the Greeks <Yeah>. were active. <laughs> <laughs> the Greeks. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not totally sure how... Uh, me and effortless. Uh, he just kind of Sammy, to me one day. I can. I actually have the answer here, but I'll let you continue. But come to me when he's done for the answer, because I know. Okay. Well, I'm done. Go ahead. He's the historian. Sammy told me that I was her BFF on NAS one day, and I was like, "The fuck are you talking about?" Right. But then she, I started hanging out with Sammy, and that's how I met Mister Man. And I don't. I, you know what? It's just sort of an organic relationship. And it's funny because I did this like test feed on clean feed with Mr. Man, like, you know, a week ago or close to it. And, uh, I, I said, Hey, so are we, are we web best friends? And I'm not going to get fucking, I'm not going to fucking fuck with you. He hesitated. And I was like, Oh my fucking God, you bastard. 
I'm not your best friend. Okay, Sammy, I'm best friends with Sammy again. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Friendship ended with Mr. Man. Sammy is my best friend now. Sammy is my best friend now. This is not the first time either, either, is it, Kevin? No. I've been having these conversations with a lot of people lately. You're best friends with everybody. Oh, my God. Your dance card. That's funny. You just make friends on NAS just by, uh, I guess, flipping them shit in the comments? I'm not totally sure how it happens. Honestly. I try to be, like, kind of repulsive, you know? <laughs> he just tries to stay away from the... If you stay far away from a mic, then uh, no one will want to talk to you. That's the, that's the strategy. Well, I will say this much about Mr. Man, and it's largely why we hang out. No, this is why we hang out. It's because he is a natural comedian... Yeah. Um, the sooner he realizes it, the better, because you'll gain confidence from it. It's the number one thing that delineates also rants from, like, the best. And it's just a bit of confidence, right? Sure. And and I wish to inform him that he is, like, he called me a meme lord or a meme god one time. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's flattering, right? Sure. He's a meme god, too, right? And it's, like, I don't hang out with, like, dummies, right? There's, I have a short list of people that I might drop their names later. Um, and it's simply because it, I'm, I, this this rarefied group that I have for like 186 foes or something like that, it's 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 pretty high quality comedy group of people, and we 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 just trade um, interchangeably comments, um, and it's just diffuse and effortless. It really is. I hate to drop my own name there, um, but it's the truth. It's like the people that that are on NAS that are the the best to it deal with. Don't even think twice about, oh, my God, I hope this doesn't offend you. They just, they just know who they're talking to. And we, we have this uh, exchange and this repartee that is, is really sublime. And I'm, I've really, really, I still value it more than anything. I'm not big on NA anymore. I listened today. I was pretty verbose about it. I skipped the last two episodes. Um, but the people on NAS, they're still the best ever. The best ever. There's they still great, are. There's some great people on there, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hear a baby tonight. Is Samuel sleeping? He's just sound asleep. Oh, my God. You got him sleeping, eh? Sleeping for the cast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the last time I was on, he was, like, totally, totally talking. All up in our shit and everything, yeah. Well, I didn't mind it. It was a, it was a stark reminder of how malleable my my ability to be important is because I got bumped. If you recall, I got bumped last week or the last, or I, I got bumped because of the, ch- the birth of Sammy. And, and that's like, right. Cool. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. Sam it was is. born on the day we were supposed to do the original one. Well, let's talk about you, Spencer. How are the chickens doing? The chickens are great. We yeah. just fed them a massive uh, leftover watermelon today. And what else the girls flip in there? Some apple cores. Uh-huh. Apple cores. They love everything, so yeah, all the leftovers. Just gave him some fruit. Said, "Here, have that." Um, yeah, how the dogs? Dogs are good. Yeah, they're still uh, have, Did you still have four of them? Is it was it four? You three. We got three. Three and yeah, okay, three. Uh, although but, sometimes we have five when my dad goes out of town, because we watch his too. And how are the kids? Kids are good. The yeah, kids yeah. didn't want to go to bed, which is <laughs> that's that's now becoming a like a thing. Well. Uh, which, I never want to go to bed. It's like, oh my uh, God. they always used to just be fine, you know? 
Did you have a bedtime as a kid? And if you could, like, what? how did that ramp up? Because I had, like, a bedtime of, like, 7.30 until I was, like, 8. And then 8 o'clock when I was, like, uh, 10. Even when I was 12, I had a bedtime of, like, 9, right? So what were your bedtimes growing up? Well, for me, I never had, like, I guess, a strict bedtime. There was, uh, it was mostly, like, dark, nighttime kind of thing. My dad also worked night shift when I was really little. So, like, uh, he'd be around all during the day, and then... What'd your old man do? Uh, he's been in the printing industry for, like, my whole life, longer than my whole life. He still is. That's he's, like, almost ready to retire. He's Oh, he's still in it. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's yep. a, that's a, it's gotta be, it's, like, actual typesetting? Uh, used to be a lot more, like, uh, you know, plate setting and, uh, yeah. stripping. And, uh, like the law starts, right? Yeah. Nowadays Since, it's just like, it's all digital, like pre-pressed stuff. So. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's, it's like, that's a, that's going to be lost forever one day. And then we'll, the humanity after the atomic bomb drops and everything's all wiped out, they'll have to rediscover it all again. We'll have a new Gutenberg. Yeah. Have to come up with a runic language or something all over again. So I'll ask you a question. What do you make of that fucking Crowder debacle? Oh, the Crowder thing. I don't know. Isn't that fucked up? That's fucked up shit, right? I I don't really know. I assume it probably is because most things are, but I like really just have cotton, cotton. I've caught bits and pieces of it. Um, I watch Bombard. It depends on where I go. So like, you know, are you talking Bombard's uh, body language? Have you seen that video yet? Nope. You should watch it. I posted it, but I'll link you later. Okay. She no, honestly, I have questions about like I'm not gonna say that like I'm performative this or that, but I, I seriously have reservations about posting Crowder's stream link on Monday, but just because he comes off like such a fucking dick in it. I and I it that pains me to even admit that because I've what been one of his most stalwart defenders. And just to com- to you know contrast that. I don't think you'd ever see that from Tucker Carlson, but people just pile on Tucker Carlson for being a spook or being this or Swanson that or, but like, I it like I hope Crowder has some rebuttal to that because it looked awful. It looked fucking awful. He just looks like a fucking dick. Well, there's like uh, I guess. Hold uh, on, can you just fill us in on what happened? Because I'm, I'm his totally wife is standing there eight months pregnant, right, and she's asking to use the car. Okay, Crowder says, no, she can't use the car. If she's not willing to do her wifely duties, then he'll go and do the shopping. She says, I just want to go. He says, well, I not, you can't take the car. And it's something about discipline. And I don't know if it's (laughs) discipline, like disciplining his wife, or she has to have discipline in her life, Hmm. right? There's two, uh, there's two illusions there that you could go down. And uh, what was the word? What was the other word, Spencer? There was another word. There was discipline and oh, I don't. I'm was this on oh, his live stream? I'm not up on no, this. no, 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 no. His okay. Her family got a hold of the ring video on their back patio. Oh boy, and that's so, what it is. To back even further up, this is uh, Stephen Crowder, the the coffee mug Ju- guy. July of 2021 is when this is from. And this is like a divorce that's been playing out for years, right? Well, now people say this. Now, in Stephen's defense, ostensibly after this video, Stephen went to go see a divorce lawyer 
which in one way can be interpreted as like, okay, I'm done with this marriage and I don't want to argue with her anymore and I'm just going to get divorced. But ostensibly, as I, it's been you know, you know, alluded to online, that it was when he went, when she got wind of the divorce lawyer, that that's when she filed for divorce. He hadn't filed, he had just gone to see a divorce lawyer. Now, so in regards to the video, it looks bad for Steven. It really looks terrible. He's sitting there smoking a cigar. It, like Bombard <laughs> makes a point of the fact that one of the dogs goes inside because he's like the dog is so aware of how, what's going to happen next kind of thing. Uh-huh. But she, uh, it, now, I don't, I don't impugn his wife's any motives. She actually kind of looks like she's trying to make peace with him and just take the car and go somewhere. Uh, but it, 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 it doesn't look good. And I hope he has some sort of rebuttal, but I, it doesn't uh, look like it. Doesn't look you know, like it. This is exactly, I mean, this sounds exactly why uh, we just try to stay out of uh, all the kind of things. Like, um, it, it just kind of plays off like a Harry and Meghan or like a Johnny Depp and what's the poopy bed girl. What I would oh, yeah, call yeah, podcast sure. drama, yeah, and, like, and uh, it's really podcast. It's YouTube. Like YouTube drama is uh, an actual thing. There are whole channels dedicated to, and I think I covered this last time to like deconstructing YouTube beefs, right? Like yeah. between this person and that person. And I don't think anybody. I still don't think anybody really understands what the kids are watching, right? So in that regard, Stephen Crowder is fodder for uh, for that sort of thing. He's going to suffer massively as a result of that video. Sure. Um, and if he has a rebuttal, he said in some statement that he has, he's going to release everything now. He said he was not going to release everything out of respect for his kids. But after this video, and it, like, and, and it is kind of weird, right? Like, this is totally like, <laughs> like uh, somehow her parents. Awkward as fuck. Sure. Now, if you, now, in, in her defense, if her parents saw that video, in the context, which is edited, like there are cut scenes in it, right? So, like, in if her parents saw that, I can I can imagine why you would like be concerned, right? Okay. It, but yeah. who who knows what happens? Who knows? There could be lots of scenes with her, like doing things to him, like threatening to take the baby or something like the two babies. She's got twins in there, right? She's eight months pregnant in this video. So it still doesn't look good for Steven. It's like, and he's just talking about wifely duties. Is he like, uh, the fuck you waiting for a bitch start sucking? Well, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. Now, one of the things that was alluded to in a, the, that, uh, other body language, Rosas guy, the Mexican dude, I'm is that not aware she, of him. Oh, well, there's another video, and I'll, I'll link you later. Um, he was saying that one of the complaints that Stephen apparently had was she would not put on gloves to, to administer medicine to the dogs. So I don't know. Again, in Stephen's defense, sounds like in, ticky tacky No, in Stephen's defense, if the he had to leave, not even be involved in. Well, sure. But if in his defense, if he had to leave the dogs with her, while he went to go to work, right? That if it was scheduled medication for the dogs, and we all know about Hopper and Hopper dying and everything like that, so I don't think that Stephen doesn't love his dogs, right? So I think if I think of the complaint that I think that was misrepresented on this Rosas guy's uh, YouTube video mm. is that she, he was being petty about him, her not giving the medication to the dog. But in, in light of his previous dog dying 
and potentially, and I'm just surmising here, that there is some sort of scheduled medication that's required and he's hoping that she's going to do it while he goes off to make money for the family. And if she won't do it, then, then I can understand why he would be exasperated by that. But I can't. I'm just, that's my supposition. It's purely supposition. We're too close to the zoo. What about the aminals? Yeah, what about the aminals? Do you have the pins thing on? The pins thing is on. Uh, nobody loves nobody no, loves no, this at all. No, no, I don't think so. They were mm-hmm. they're not coming in for the uh, not for this one. The Crowder update. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What what did I say that was wrong? What did I say anything yeah. wrong? Yeah, bowlers. What what, what, what why do you hate uh, effortless so much? No, 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 no. Mr. They Man is give like Mr. Man. Mr. Man is like I pulled over and found Wi-Fi for this. No, I'm sure people have my thoughts because I post Crowder every friggin' morning, Monday to Thursday, okay? So I'm sure people wonder what I think. Now, I think it looks bad. I think it looks frickin' awful for Steven. We'll see. But it looks bad for him now. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about this. I just heard uh, that Landau guy on Your Welcome, Alice's show. Oh, that's that's so stupid. Honestly, okay, they're on a podcast, they're on a broadcast schedule, so ostensibly, they're supposed to start at every, t- every day at 7 my time, right? Now, if, a, like, they keep showing up at 7.15, 7.26, you can see why, if somebody was running a business, that you would be like, come on, you guys, like, you gotta be here on time. Whether or not that's the solution or not is something else. But Landau kind of came off, and I love Landau. I think he's a funny guy, but he kind of came off like a little bit of a bitch going on a malice and doing what he did. The, he only, totally... uh, the only beef videos back and forth I watch are like uh, the classic hip-hop beefs. Like I will sit and watch some... Yeah, uh, but they get shot, Spencer. Well, yeah. <laughs> they all die. Part of it, it's just part of the fun. Podcast beef, it doesn't result in, like, you know, gunshot wounds. Well, and you know, the that, obituaries. Uh, that trucker out in, uh, where, where was that? Oh, yeah, Washington State, yeah. and the Texan drove yeah. up and shot her. That was a husband-wife podcast, man. Uh, oh, weird. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I mean, it's not, all, it's not all fun and games. Oh, you're right. You know what? I have a vague memory of what you're talking about, and yeah, I... Yeah, what the hell, man? The guy was I like a the, trucker, and Lori and I were like, well, uh, I guess, you know. <laughs> Trucking and podcasting don't mix, Kevin. Yeah, I guess not. Actually, that's like the opposite of the truth, though. Like, so many truckers. I think that yeah. the number one profession in our audience is uh, IT guys, and then the number two is truckers. Yeah, there's so many of us out here. Because you got a lot, of, the, a lot of time to fill, right? Well, you can do 14-hour days of driving, and then you got 10 hours off. Some days there's more downtime than others. So Phoenix, when she was on last, was telling us all of the fucking different stipulations and this and that, and this is like you can drive X hours, and then you got to rest Y hours. Like, what's all that about? Is that different from company to company, or is there like national regulations? Uh, oh yeah, yeah there's the, there's a boom. It's the federal. Oh my god. It's federal regulations. Uh, California has its own little thing going on with like, you gotta take a lunch break between four and six hours. And oh man, it's like a hyper-regulated man. Yeah, I hate California. Uh, that boost was Bully Steed, by the way, also known as Bully Steed. 
In fact, uh, this one was signed Bully Steed, so you know it's true. 3333, and she says, uh, effortless. Oh, by the way, that's how to pod verse. She says, effortless. I missed the first part. I don't give a crap about Crowder or fucker Carlson. What am I supposed to do with that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. What am I supposed to do with that? It's just informing, uh, you know. She's just, you know, she's just It's kind of topical. Kind of topical. Like uh, banana boat topical? I don't know. 30 we SPF? Talk, we could talk about Kennedy's assassination. We could do that. But it's just like, it's like. Oh, okay, she's dead. I'm on, okay, I'm on your show, right? Yeah. Now, this is something that is emblematic of me. Like, I don't, I, I don't know if people understand it, but. Hey, effortless I seriously, is a I known seriously, Crowder guy. Yeah. It's not a yeah. big and, secret. And, and you called me a Tucker boy last time. Did I do that? Yes, you're a Tucker boy. I said. want a clip. I don't believe it. That's not oh, something dude, I would say. Dude. Well, I know where to find it. Anyhow, my point being is that I might I'm have sure said Clucker if there's boy. something that they people who understand that I, like, I'm, I have to decide whether I'm going to post Crowder tomorrow morning or not. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm vexed. Vexed, it's, vexed. Oh, you vexed. had me there for a second. Whew. He's vexed, people. Calm down. I am. They thought you said vaxxed in the back. You're clicking the shit out of stuff there. Uh, C-Dub says, let's go boosting for 10101 54 seconds ago. And then Bully Steed comes back. I want to know about Effortless. Well, well you know this, what? This you is me- Effortless. Remember? He's Canadian. Me- he has uh, three cats now. He has... Uh, four. I'm four. 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 kill my... Not yet. Killing cats. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, do you remember last time, right before we, we cut off, I said that I had some stories to tell? I do remember that. Okay, I have one that I'll tell tonight that at, at your leisure, when you think the time is right. Okay. But it is my real life brush with MK Ultra. Ooh. Yes. Hear that, Bullers? Real life. Don't do it right now. Just wait, wait till okay. later, yeah, and then yeah. I'll wait for you to bring it up. We got to tease. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get people all uh, jacked up about it. Uh, I I don't know. Personally, I've heard all about you. I don't. I I know your whole uh, call center story. I don't know about. I don't know about Mister Man over here. Other than he's in a very hot city, uh, and his rig is keeping him cool. Trying. He's trying. I had higher hopes for you, Kevin. <laughs> oh, so high, so high. What are you smoking? Yeah. What are you smoking on? Me. Sure. This guy doesn't smoke. He's a trucker. I'm smoking atomic blueberry quad A stuff, and it it kills me. Um, yeah, that's the thing. If we got Kevin's name right, he wouldn't tell us yes or no. If Kevin was chiefing a big Kahuna blunt, he wouldn't tell us yes or no. I mean, come on, you, you got to be a little coy about things. You know, you can't just like put it all out there all 100% like you got supervisors and shit yeah, I'm sure they listen to this podcast that's right. yes yes I'm sure they are that's right this is like the FBI listens to this podcast one of dozens seriously one of dozens is weed legal in your state yeah also it no is. also yeah also no <laughs> what the hell does that mean well yeah I don't know <laughs> this is like uh, not often discussed but uh, weed remains illegal everywhere in my country because it is a schedule one substance Oh, that's right. The federal uh, shit. Yeah. So there's so, plenty of well, places that it's legal, and then there's plenty yeah, of places that s- it's decriminalized. There's plenty of places that you can get a medical card. Yeah, but, but if you stay in your own state, you're okay, right? Yeah, in theory, unless they change your mind. Yeah. Unless they change oh, your mind. Oh, yeah, and you got to follow the rules that they've applied to what's legal and what's not. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't do what Canada's done, what Trudeau did. 
dud. Is he, is he fucking got every, all the kids high? And we're all just like, oh yeah, transgenderism is so cool. And like, like everyone's a Nazi. So like, that's like... Yeah, was I a, can't this, imagine why that didn't work here. I am not kidding you. Like, Joe Biden is an idiot. The FBI are idiots. The DAA are just clinging on to relevancy at this point. If they're not going to go after, like, fentanyl, like, what, or meth, like, and then they're going to go after marijuana, like, that is, is still, I, I still think that is the biggest travesty in all of American justice is that weed is still kept on a par with, like, super addictive, uh, refined to the point of a white powder drug. Yeah, in many cases, it's uh, more banned than those. Like cocaine is scheduled to. Hey, hey, I got a, I got a quick joke for you. How do you make something a gateway drug? Uh, I don't know how. Uh, just put it on a par with actual bad drugs. <laughs> That's how you do that. You say, "Oh my God, this marijuana is just perfectly fine. I didn't die last night. Maybe I'll try methamphetamine tomorrow." You know, that's how that goes. There you go. It's the oldest trick in the book. So to say, "Waka waka." The end of a good one. <laughs> Make drugs illegal. I've never banned anybody from the chat yet, but... Oh, my God. I'm thinking about it. Adam got <laughs> mad at the, the freaking troll room today. Oh, my God. That's part of the show. That's part of the charm. It is. It, well, that is not part of the charm, Spencer. Ah, no. Hold on. Because uh, you were being um, very... Uh, Verbose? I would say, like... Uh, I don't know, you, measured sorry. and cautious about this uh, old account, new account thing. And I don't know who who you're hiding from on refugee-wise on, on NAS, but well, I can assure you that uh, uh, the big guys do... What are you trying to reassure me of? Th that th there's no way this hits his ears. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, the, the shit I say about the guy, it doesn't really matter. It's it, The only way it gets to him is through the snitch line because I've got both him and John blocked and it's not out of spite. It's just because that one experience, it was like, God, man, my cat died this morning. I'm going to post a bunch of tweets to try and get over it. He comes on and says, there's no link. Then it goes on his podcast two days later and fucking rips me using the retarded voice. And, and <laughs> what's, uh, no, ah, that's, a, that's a badge of honor though. You've never had the, you've never had Adam read this your, a, dude, uh, email slash notorious. chat slash toot in a retard voice. That's like, uh, that is so disrespectful. Yeah, and I mean, why yeah, would, of why, do, why do people keep writing letters? Like, no, no, okay. And before you think that, that I'm just, like, feeling bad for myself, okay? At well, Lola. Well, at Lola, okay. okay? She just posited a question to Adam about why they don't talk about a song. Oh, I remember this. Right? Yeah, of and course. he yeah. went on the show two days later and fucking was like, oh, my God, we talk about Assange all the time. Uh -huh. Well, count the times, people. Count the times. It's horseshit what he said about her. And he ripped her on the friggin' thread. Yeah. And I, I got into DMs with her and I said, dude, man, this is what I've been talking about. You didn't deserve that. And she was like, fuck, man. Uh, All I know. did was ask a question. And so, no, no, seriously. So it brings me to my third point. I, would, I totally tried to avoid talking about this tonight. But I have a very tiny friend on NAS, very tiny, smallest person on NAS. Oh. She is a big, big, big hoper and believer that Adam's baptism will result in something different, right? So I, I, all I do is implore Adam, if he ever does hear this, please don't no. break my tiny friend's heart because she believes in your conversion. It's, uh, and that's the truth. I, I encourage, and I mean, I, I got to jump in and devil's advocate and defend Mr. Curry now, which is silly because he doesn't really need it. 
But uh, uh, you've got to give the guy grace that he does not give when it comes to, uh, let's say, short internet comms. And I'm I'm mainly talking about Twitter, uh, I'm talking about NAS, and I'm talking about Troll Room. Like, those are the three big ones where just things get so quickly and absurdly misconstrued very quickly and I've died I made them I made the same mistake myself uh it's just not the greatest place to give advice to the guys all that's all I'm saying it's just well, not, it's, it's not always the best agreed. received and however so, the um, knock on me might be that people would say well just stop listening to no agenda well I tried doing that the last couple of weeks right but I thought hey ow. I'm gonna be on here tonight no, no, I'm going to be on here tonight, and I, 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 sh- I, you know, something might come up. I should have probably listened to the show today. I also wanted to see how Adam was doing after his surgery, whatever. It's he sounded like, great, it, by the way, today. He did, really did. His, he, he, there was no whistling and, and, and pops and stuff. No, but my point being is, is, that, uh, is that I don't wish the guy harm. It's just that I, I wish he wouldn't start, like, ripping on his audience, ripping on the letter writers. Like, oh, but you, this is old. I mean, this is like uh, Tales Old is mm. No Agenda, you know? Well, if it was funnier. He gave me a D- minus for humor on that thread. Does anybody on NAS give me a D- minus <laughs> for humor? <laughs> Seriously. It's the I one mean, thing I actually actually do better than just about anybody that I know is that I just have, a like, a pinball machine in my head for, like like, points of interest. I don't know how I do it. I, I, I start. Okay, actually, this actually I do know how I do it. it. When I was in my 20s, I remember hanging out with like guys in the pain industry, and they would just have this like weird shorthand, and they would just fucking me making each other laugh constantly. And I was like, what the fuck is so funny there, right? And so I, I thought at that time, you know, I really want to make people laugh. That was it was really really important to me. And I, you know, how I started? I started by memorizing like good jokes. And there's only one that I remember, and it's not even that good anymore. And But what happened over time was that I started to understand this interplay in conversation and human interaction. And I, I, I don't know what's happened since then, but now it's just it's constant. I can't even help it. I just see something. People will post a meme, and then I'll just, like, screenshot part of their beam and then make a new meme out of it and i feel like i'm gonna get there like fuck man i just posted a meme and you just fucking made a meme out of my meme and and like can't you let my meme be be Uh, like my point being is i can't help it anymore i love humor you and i had a conversation about that video about the kid getting slapped at whatever that was, KFC oh, yeah. or Taco Bell. I remember this, yeah. Remember that? And uh-huh. you said, oh, man. And, and I'm not going to like mischaracterize you, but you were like, it's just funny, right? And But my point was. Yeah, yeah. My point was there's like that poor kid. He he went to work. There's some girl in yeah. the back this guy's screaming about, and he got I'd, slapped. That sucks. You're, like, just, you're just like an assistant manager it's at never the burger-making at work. joint. And, How many uh, times have you been slapped at work? I've never been slapped at work. No, nor, uh, nor have most people. I've never, I don't know if I've ever been slapped uh, in my adult but, life. But my point being is... Squared up a, time a few times, human. but like slapping is its own little different... Uh, well, no, but that kid didn't deserve that. That's true, and that's correct. I think, uh, so... To back this up, because I, I think I feel like we're going a mile a minute. We might be losing people listening. Of like, what the hell are they talking about? So uh, everyone's posting a lot of different videos about. Uh, well, essentially, the theme, the overarching theme, is like societal breakdown, right? 
is, is that loss of social cohesion. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah. And so uh, the one that caught me was this kid who's, uh, you know, there's a, there's a short man. There's a short macho man in the, in the burger joint. And he's screaming about some uh, chick that works there, I, I, I would assume. The video is, I don't know, like less than 40 seconds, right? There's not yeah. a lot of context going on. Yeah. And then the dude slaps this poor bastard, and his glasses fly off and hit the door. And he's got this uh, very straight, light hair with uh, kind of, I don't know, like a Beatles mop top plus three or four inches. And so it just like... His hair whips and his glasses fly off. And, and as far as slaps go and slapstick goes, it's one of the funniest slaps. I mean, it is a, you can't deny, like, all other context removed, that's a hilarious slap. And I was just trying to make a point of, like, yo, uh, you know, it sucks and it's this and that. But, you know, I just was, like, trying to, I don't know, I was trying to, like, massage you back down. Because you seem very well, upset about this, like to the I'm upset and- all the time. And quite frankly, I don't need my amygdala shrunken by any podcasts out there. I don't need it. I'm perfectly okay to find the humor and this and that and everything. Um, I, I, You know what I calm myself down with? It's like soul music, R&B, funk, stuff like that. Like that is like jazz, blues. Like that sort of stuff really does it for me. But for the most part... I don't think I, it's a fair criticism of me to say that I'm, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, in it, like un, unduly uh, negative. It's not, I don't think anybody knowing my post would think that, oh yeah, there's a guy with, he's just unduly negative and constantly so. Sure. Uh, because I'm constantly trying to make people laugh. Like, here's something I don't do. I do not go onto other people's threads and concern through all of them and correct them. Like, that's just like, come on, that's, that's so, like, 1990s yeah. internet bulletin board shit. I only right? correct. Like, actually, right? I like, only... I've been corrected. I got corrected just the other day. I posted a picture of some sort of friggin' eclipse of Phobos, and somebody corrected me. That's fine. I was actually wrong. I typed, I stand corrected. But all this other stuff that is really just like like subject to interpretation and personal preference and personal politics and stuff like that. I I there's so many people on 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 NAS that I I do not agree with their politics. What like as an example, the Russia Ukraine stuff. Doesn't matter what I think. I just know that I don't agree with everybody, but they got their fucking thing going on there, man. Like, that's their thing. I don't know what their ethnicity is. I don't know what their family is. I don't know what any of it is. I get that it's that everything is subject to a personal paradigm, but I don't want... What I don't like to see is people coming on, and I actually... Uh, the only two polls that I know on, on NASA I had to block this month just because it's kind of like the, the calling card of the Polish is that they fucking were going to correct you so and like, we'll fight you exactly but csb i actually have it posted if anybody wants to go look for it Uh-oh. i actually have it posted um uh, just uh, i don't know i think i think the archive link is there but it's like stop correcting people you guys like oh, I no hear- csb i've had some uh lovely uh blows with the, the whole time actually do you know what it was NAS. about and uh, you- i also what uh, the person who is one of the most fiercely defended CSB uh, when he's under attack and actually was the lead lobbying uh, force behind getting him unblocked from John C. Dvorak. But, you know, does he return the favor to me? No, no, but that's not what I did. It. I, I just did it on principle. And I don't know, I used to 
do a lot more of that stuff on NAS in like the early days of my joining because I found it fun, but I just, the longer it goes on, the more tiring it is. Well, no, here's what happened. He posted, he's, everybody knows his fancy friggin' XLR interface that he's been on a quest for for two months and he's been, you know, overtly posting about what XLR should he get and does anybody have suggestions? Sure. So he gets one. It has one knob and what I assume to be three touch sensitive things down below. So all I did, all I did was ask him, is that some multifunction knob with a push button in it so you can access functions from it, from within it? He says, yes, yes, yes. And then he says, you could have fucking Googled it. So I fucking just told him, you know, if you want people to listen to your podcast, you have to treat people better than that. And basically, it was a whole bunch of things about how he makes people follow him if, if, if you're going to comment uh, yep. on his stuff. Yep. Right? So I just basically laid it out. I wasn't a jerk about it. I didn't even swear at him. But the point being is, as soon as I posted it, I made a screenshot of it, and then I blocked him. Ah, and so Pavel, CSB, me and CSB are cool. Uh, I call him retarded all the time, because he is retarded a lot of the time. Um, well, but I also my, my defended him and is, got him unblocked, God damn it. That you don't do that. You don't ask for a comment and then get a question and then be a fucking asshole about it. Fuck you, CSB. Yeah, he's a, he's a special individual, no doubt about that. Well, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to listen to his podcast now. That's my point. Oh. Hey, 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 vote with my feet. But still, CSB, I didn't deserve that. You'd know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast. And Mr. Man, no, wait, hold on. Mr. Man, have you fought CSB? No, I just kind of like watch an amusement. He's very uh, set in his ways, I would say. No doubt about that. He's the most stubborn son of a bitch I think I've ever acted, interacted with online. And I have act, interacted with several. Some we've mentioned by name already tonight. And it's always frustrating. But uh, I think really in all of these kind of things, first you got to just kind of step back and be like, well, it's a fucking internet. And second, you just have to be like, well, you know, I can, I have my reactions and my emotions and my thoughts. And that's like what domain I get to control. That's the domain not, I'm the master of. And then gonna, everyone you're else not going to tell me to fucking Google something, are you, Spencer? You fucking Google it. Oh, me? No. But, you know, no. that's, that's what makes me and CSB like incredibly different people. You still only don't people, do it. only people I, uh, uh, I will like, uh, poll troll. It's pretty much just Magus. And that's it. You keep bringing this guy up. I've never seen the guy. <laughs> yeah, was, and I don't listen to him and you I, tell I, me it's the correct I, answer. I only brought him up twice ever on this show. You just have happened to be, been here both times because uh, <laughs> you bring up this type of person. Well, here's I really thing. only know one. Well, besides, here's, CSB is his own thing. I, okay, but the guy actually, you're talking about is this guy. For sure. Is Magnus on uh, no agenda? Magos. <laughs> Oh. He's on something else. I don't know exactly. Hey, hey okay, I was thinking, okay, I've got to talk about comedy when I come on because it's a really big part of who I am. And, I, and no, no, it's something I offer the NAS community day in, day out, you know, you know, selflessly. And I was thinking about how I got started. And one of the things I started doing was watching sitcoms in like the 90s. And what didn't occur to me at the time that it definitely occurs to me now is they were largely family situated sitcoms. That was people in families just being terrible to each other, saying the worst things you could possibly say to somebody that you ostensibly love. So this is why I think 
if a comic strip blogger would really like to build <laughs> traffic for his podcast, he should not fall prey to the idea that you can just say anything to anybody because you can't and it will ruin relationships. It will ruin personal relationships. It will ruin professional relationships. And that's just well-meant advice. And that's all I was trying to tell him. And that's probably the last we'll say about CSB. Well, in my, I think that the only place they overlap, because they're two completely different people and accounts, but like where they really overlap and I think where the breakdown really happens, at least for me and for most people who uh, conduct themselves like me, is they just, they have this white knuckle grip on taking themselves very, very seriously. Uh, unless they make a joke, which is very, very occasionally, but like 90% of the time it's like all serious all the time and everybody else is like expected to be there too. And I don't know like how many seconds it would take the average asshole to figure out that that's not really where, where I'm playing shit. You know where you've part got, of this uh, problem it comes from. You've got a naked from- guy on a big red bouncy ball with a guitar who says like not safe for your mother. No, but English is your chance first of taking the bait. Language. And yes, English of is, course. English is your first language. You cannot be as aggressive as he is with English as your second language. You're just... You, oh, you maybe you can't res- not. Maybe you can't not. Maybe you can't no, no, be no, as... No. Uh, no, I work at a job where I have to deal with people who come from all over the world. Sto- stoic Poles? Hey, yeah, exactly, exactly. Are they like, all Stoic Poles? Stoic. Stoic poles, man. I'm telling you, CSB is a stoic pole. I mean, I understand. No, CSB. no, no, no. Poles, like my survey job, right? Like and Polish I talked. I talked to ten thousand people a year, so it's not like I, it's not like I come on NAS every morning and I'm like, okay, this is my only human interaction. <laughs> but there's nothing worse than somebody with like the thickest accent giving you attitude. When they don't understand what it is, and you understand what it is, there's a huge problem with it. So I would ask CSB to at least uh, spend as much time as he does, like, defending AI, uh, to go and, like, bone up on your English. You'll benefit from it. Months months and, like, maybe a year ago, I offered him help, saying, like, like this is, this is not funny with your comics. I'll, I'll school you in DMs. I'll help you out with like the syntax and the meter and the rhythm and the the rhyming and everything that makes comedy comedy because comedy is a a bunch of really loosely held rules of uh, like human communication and he 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 did not take me up on it and I would have That's been weird. you know what it, it like months a year ago I would have been more than happy to just be like in DMs out of everybody's sight just helping them. But he, this is where we are a year later, and that's why I did what I did. So you're, That's why I say what I say. What you're saying is you're officially of revoking your online uh, English tutor uh, Yeah, of course. And offer. it wasn't just that. It was more comedy, and I was like, I... Okay, You yeah, know, people, people will think, who the fuck is this guy talking about? He's some big comic king. Dude, I'm like Crowder and, and Rogan and Jimmy Dore and and a bunch of other people all rolled up into one. Like, I met Bit Ari Shafir. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, Mr. Man had to correct me on my pronunciation of Shafir. But I'm a bit of all of these things. Did you call like, him a shaver? What did you call him? Schaefer. Oh, Schaefer. Schaefer. I'm sorry, I don't we have We got some uh, Schaefers in state politics, actually, around here. Mm. But anyhow, Mr. Man and, and I were Not a lot of Shafirs, that. though. 
Well, Ari's a bit of a dick. That time he drugged who was it? Was it Bert? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he drug raped him. That was brutal. Yeah, and it's it was a, just I don't, MDMA though. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, now we got you online here. Okay. <laughs> well, now I'm I'm interested to hear Mr. Man's opinion and you know his voice. Hey, well, his let, voice I'm gonna in go general. take a whiz. I'm gonna go take a whiz and let him talk, and everybody will fucking put in like their donations. Oh, things. that will be a weird. Get ready for the dead air. He says. I ju- I'm just. I letting, was told I'm, I'm not gonna go. have to do any talking. Well, that's been pretty much true, I guess. So you yeah. weren't lied to. Uh, you seem to though have a have a an immediate opinion on the, on the Ari Shafir thing, right? I I've talked with this with uh, Sir Seatsitter before. We talked about this. I think near when it happened, but I don't know. I'm not up on these things, right? I like do too many. Oh, yeah. I do too many shits, and I'm just wandering all around. <laughs> and so, uh, but I had to. I don't know. I can see both sides of it, but I obviously have to come down on like the, you can't drug rape somebody. I don't care if it's uh, Tylenol, you know? Yeah. You gotta be I like, get that. I don't know. I think Bert is kind of like, I think he wanted to do it, but he was like being a pussy, you know? So. This is true. This is actually what Chris said too. Uh, yeah, Ari's just being a good friend, helping him out, you know? Yeah, I can see it. And I can also see where it's funny. And Ari had said like, the only reason I did it was because it was funny. Right. Yeah, that's the only reason he and, does anything. And it's like I get it. It's not like I can't see the funny part. I think my problem is just like the fucking milieu I come up in, and the you know the whole drug advocacy thing. You know, like I just have to come down on that side. But I'm like that's another thing. An argument type shit is, for the most part, I can just like see other people and allow them to be in their space, but also be like, yeah, but. This is. I think Ari is like, he's kind of like an acquired taste. Like once you get to understand what he's about, like you just kind of expect it. Like he's always doing like gross shit to his friends, like yeah, putting uh, shitty toilet paper on him and stuff. It would be <laughs> like uh, hanging out with Bam and uh, the fucking. Oh, Bam's on the run! Oh my god, he's back! That was the fastest piss. My wife is the fastest piss dude that I know. But you just like a horse. Crazy. No, uh, Bam's on the run. He's on the run for something. I no think shit. He didn't show up for court. That's awesome. I saw Bam's the put- on the run. Sorry. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but he's so bloated now from the oxy and the fentanyl and whatever, but he's like five feet wide now. Yeah. So sad. Anyway, I was just trying to say, we were talking about Ari Shafir, and you were saying, like, you know, he's always fucking with his friends. It would be hanging out with Ari Shafir and expecting that, like, everything's going to be cool. Is kind of like if you were to hang out with Johnny Knoxville and Bam, like in the early mid aughts, and expect to not ever get hit in the nuts. Like it's that's just not gonna. Yeah. There's a there is I can I can get with the idea as fucked as it might seem that there is some level of consent just hanging around. Now it's obviously not full consent, but there is some sort of a you know you fucking know who this guy is. It's like uh. Uh, Sue and Ron Jeremy for raping you in a, on a porn set. It's like uh, that's mm. what it's like. Is it's that kinda, really what it's like? It it, it is similar. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I would say so. there, there's a parallel there. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying if these you are. S- you say if you get proximal to Ron Jeremy, you're getting schlonged. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying if you take a, j- a job as a pornographic actress on a pornographic set with Ron Jeremy as the uh, pornographic actor, then then you're gonna. So get you're schlonged. describing yeah. what you're describing. Is the arrangement that Ari has with his friends. 
Yeah, essentially. Well, that's it. Well, it, it, what I'm trying to yeah. say is, I think is it, I Ari should have Ari should have paid Bert. That's all I'm saying. Because Molly is not money. Well, what? Look at Trump. He's where? Where is indicted. he indicted? He's indicted for paying to shut him up. Where's he at? Well, Trump. I don't know, man. That's going to be a wacky election 24, man. Ugh. I don't even know what's going to happen. What are they going to do? Where did it come Democrats? from? Are they going to assassinate RFK? Because that would be tragic. That just because... seems like it's in the books, right? Oh, my God. It would be like like history repeating itself and some sort of uh, closure. But I, oh, my God. Like, Twitter is just terrible right well, now. Well, you... you know, if we don't learn from History Channel, we're doomed to repeat History Channel. Why, Mar- why America? We did have a few uh, boosts slap in while you were slapping uh, whatever you were slapping over there in the back room. So if I leave the if I just went away, if I just let Mr. Man finish and make more money, is that what you're telling me? I am just here for value. I try to add the value right here in the... Okay, okay. And I'm going to ask you nebulously, and you'll decide whether you'd like to answer it. Oh, okay. Do you remember our DMs about the threat to V for V if certain behaviors continue? Ah, uh, kind of, yeah. So this this was like... When did, you, did you formulate any thoughts on that since then? So back me up first, because the timeline of this is this is right okay, about, around when I you said, were switching the counts, What right? I said was that Adam was the avatar, Adam and John, but mostly Adam, mm-hmm. was the avatar for Value for Value. That's the premise. Okay. That was my premise, right? Sure. And that all of the other podcasters on the NA stream are subject to that if they're going to adopt the V for V brand, which is what it is. Let, let's let's face it. It's not it's not a brand you have a license. Sure. But it is a recognizable brand. So my point to you was if Adam's going to continue to rip on letter writers and artists and e- and John was going to continue to well, rip on EOS mixers and stuff like that. They, the, they the definitely show. will. Let's get that clear right up front. Like they sure. definitely will because they always have. And I would have to say like if you've been around in the ring for as long as like I know you guys have been around, like you already know this is part of the sh- like this is a part of the show, it's a part of the personalities, it's a part of I mean fuck, everybody remembers the the fucking uh day after Stern thing, right? I don't. I'm not a Stern. Oh I've, my I'm, God. I'm not a Stern aficionado. Well, I've always found that man can, to be opportunistic. I've always found him to be exploitative. I've always found him to be just the typical Jew. My like, thing is, uh, uh, so you were asking of like him being snotty to certain my Nassers my, okay, and okay. And, let me fle- let me flesh it out. Okay, what I and and you'll be like, oh yeah, that's what it was. I was like, hey, everybody else on the NA stream is really downstream of Adam's like leadership, right? Well, every podcaster ever, if you really want to think about no, it. No, in a no, no, way. no, 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 no. There, it it, it is specific to the NA idea of value for value and and i've told you in my dms that you give one of the most respectable and humble v for v reads every show and and it's like i it's it makes a difference when i hear adam going or john going oh my god we donations are down and then adam goes Mm -hmm. on vacation to jamaica and bitches about having to go through austin like that's not my life adam curry and that's not my life john c dvorak right well i think that's the point too though like i everybody's different like no there's a level of their life and i i'm not saying i disagree with you let me be clear like i in fact i have 
gotten shade myself for sticking up for people who I felt got disrespected in donation segments and other reads. It's why I'm blocked from JCD. It's why I got blocked because of the whole fucking lavish nighting thing, which I, I know I should have just shut the fuck up. That's usually the best thing is just roll your eyes and shut the fuck up. But this is my good friend. Do you want to give me the benefit of the backstory of the lavish nighting thing? Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, lavish got unexpectedly knighted by somebody else who did a switcheroo for him. And so then on his, like, that put him overnight, and nobody really, I think, I'm not 100% sure if anybody's aware of that immediately it's so on the show. Talk. So he sent in a $50 donation to, like, put a night note in for himself, and it didn't get read, but also got heavily complained about, and it was also posted somewhere else, and then it was just like, I don't know, everybody wanted to uh, white knight for lavish. I know I did. I mean, I'm well known for taking bait like this. And not keeping my mouth shut. And uh, in the in the end, I have to be okay with it because it's never like I'm dishonest or anything. Like I'm just saying what I really think and feel at a given time. But uh, I don't know. Like it's it's just part of the whole thing. I don't think that. Uh, I'm not asking you to defend Adam Curry Spencer. I'm just and, mere. Uh, what I'm doing is explaining all of my invective on Nats sure. because it's well, not all of what I do. But it is definitely part of what I do, and I was one of his earlier supporters, and I used to hit people in the mouth, and then it occurred to me one day, if Adam's going to shit on his letter writers using that retarded voice, why the <laughs> fuck would I ever ask my friends to listen to him? Well, Getting back to CSB, because if you funny. want people... Because he's funny. It's not, it's not would, funny. If, it in if and of itself were, is no, not funny. And if I've you been... were cold into that, you would be like, what the fuck is this guy? If, you, if that was your first episode, and you heard Adam going... And, and that, like, seriously, you would be like, "What the fuck did my friend?" So, no, hey, it quickly, you know. no, it quickly becomes, "Do I want that attached to me with my personal friends?" Yeah. So, Adam, if you hear this, oh come on, stop, stop baiting, doing him. that. It's not. That, first of all, it's not going to happen. That that kind of thing just makes it worse. Is what I found out over time, and it's not productive. The second thing I would say to like literally address your question. In terms of value for value, it's there is a brand aspect of it. And in its form that we currently practice, John and Adam came up with that. They pioneered that. Sure. And we've all learned from that in the circle. But what what he's going to do again, and say I'm not is not... asking you to defend him. I'm not. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to defend is value for value as a model. And it's... Um, is it sustainable if the avatar or the vanguard of the brand shows such little respect? He's not, though. Like, you're trying to say that, like, Adam Don't. is the CEO or va- for value for value or something. Like, that's just not how what, value for value works, from? even. Where did it come from? It came from him, but it's like, so did podcasting came from him. You know, it's 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 a... Yeah, but my point It's a model. Like, it's not okay, a... Okay, here's the thing. I, there company, are things that I, you know? There are things that I want to say can't kick you off of... He can't kick you off of value for value if he doesn't like what you say. Because that's not how value for value works. What if he kicked you off the N.A. street? Well, you know, I got friends like Bimrose who would maybe vouch for me, but... We're not on the NA stream for every again, live I, broadcast. I, I, you know Spencer, I mean? I'm not challenging you, but I feel that you feel the need to defend it, and I'm not asking you to. I'm a, I'm all I'm asking you to do is hear <laughs> how it resonates outside in the douchebag realm. Sure, I get it. And here's another thing I would say too. Uh, we always ver- are very clear. One of the value for value transfers you could do, if you wish, if you're a bowler, 
is to pass the bowl to somebody who you think might like it, right? And so what we couch that with every time is like, this doesn't mean tell everybody about it, please. It means like pass it to somebody cool, somebody who would not, you know, somebody who would like get it or at least get it eventually. And I think the same thing is hit, true with hitting the mouth for like a, maybe let's say a wider even audience. Snow Agenda is just deconstructing news in general. Our show is all over the fucking place, right? You got to at least like one of three things like bowling, weed and Bitcoin. To really stick with it, right? I like and, you because uh, of who you are. People, uh, people well, really have to you. understand that. No, no, but you and Lorian are two of the most genuine people. I don't feel like I'm like, I don't feel like you have an ulterior motive. I really think that you're struggling to like build a following. I really do. No. I think I, I think it's palpable. Um, that 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 I'm not I've saying that you're, you're not, not you're not succeeding. I'm not saying struggling. that. I'm just, uh, it's, I'm just, it's not even like, uh, so I'm not trying to grow my pod, right? Like everyone's like, grow your podcast, grow your podcast. That's not what I fucking think about when I sit down here. Like, no, but I think the, about that's the reason why you read to me the way that you do. That's all. That's my point. I mean, is that you're, you're not projecting this, this idea of idealized success to me. Like, honestly, why do you think I asked to come on your podcast? I don't know. Because. Because you thought. Because you're a decent guy and your wife is a decent lady and that you have things in common with me. You have kids that are yeah. active, right? You're active kids. Um, you like, you know, I only found out after the fact that you like dogs and I could give a fuck about chickens. Do you like but dogs? My, but, but my point, my, well, I can't have chickens in a fucking apartment. <laughs> but my point being is that the, I, the, I delineate you and perhaps as an example, NA. And what I sure. would hope. And I that hope people, most people can. What I hope that people, what resonates with people despite my invective tonight, and I'm just trying to communicate. Yeah, is I get that, it. Is that there is a difference between a married couple with kids who are just trying to, uh, you do more than, than that, Adam John. You talk to people. You talk to different people. And I think that's interesting. It's the most interesting thing about, your sh about the Bulls with Buds is that I get to hear, like, Sir Scandinavian isn't actually an Eastern European person who can barely type. That he can, <laughs> is actually a Canadian person. He and is like, very Canadian. No, but I was, it blew me away. Yeah. That, that's like, this guy's like, he's like, he could live next door to me. But to to see his typing, I don't know if he lived next door to anyone. He seemed rural. Well, I think he's Banffy area or Canmore or something like that. If I guess Canadian geography is well, Canmore is is like right at the foothills of the Rockies, west of. Okay, I think that's where he lives. I don't know. Like I'm guessing, but I think that's where he lives. Is is it's a beautiful place. It's the most beautiful place in all of Canada. Is Canmore. Um, you, every morning you get to see the Rocky Mountains lit up by the eastern sun. It's fucking gorgeous. I went through there on a bus at 7.30 one morning, man. Yeah. And it, honestly, I think, I think the property values have probably skyrocketed since uh, because it's somewhere the WEF would want to fucking, you know, have a, a nice that you place to live yeah. is right next to the Rocky Mountains there. That sounds right. right. Like a postcard. No, but I love Just Sir beautiful. Scandinavian. He's most one of the most unpredictable posters on NASA. I would agree. Yeah. He has a hard time with the reply feature. But I, for the longest time, thought he was like Czech or Romanian or something like oh, that. Oh, no, he's a real Canuck. I know. I figured that out. When Am I, I listened uh, to him. 
on abs. Am I allowed to read some of these boosts? No. I just want to check, because I think that's how we got into the whole thing last time. Oh, uh -huh. okay. I was trying to read some boosts. If they're critical of me, edit them. Okay, okay. <laughs> you got it. Can I read them in a retard voice? Though? No, you can read whatever. I don't give a uh, <laughs> uh 3333 here. From Bowley Steed, at a pod verse who says, effortless equals irreverent. It's your special spice. I don't even know what that means. It's a special spice, you know? We can't tell you what it means because it's a family secret. Uh, 7777 was next. Jackpot boost from NetNet at a fountain who said, I thought the Polish brought pierogies. <laughs> I think that's right. They bring pierogies. Paroshka? But the... You know, CSB is a unique and conflicted pole, you have to realize, because he's... Stop a, defending him. He's an expat. Well, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just trying I'm to... I'm giving you a hard time. He, I'm the funniest man alive. This man is completely trying to defend me at all times, which is just Who, offensive. CSB? No, you. CSB? Me? Talk about you. I'm a trying to offend you? Defending me. You're defending no, me. No, no. I'm trying to stop you <laughs> from... from from knee-jerking into defending someone else. I, yeah, they, I'm not they trying exist to defend unto themselves. So I exist unto myself. People can think what they want of me. I was really um, trying to just Like, the only the, offensive thing about question me, really, that you gave is, on NASA. is all I was doing. No, but the only offensive thing I say on NASA is about Adam. And quite frankly, Adam's <laughs> earned it. So if you, he said I it today. I can't argue with that. Everybody heard him say it today. But that's between, you know. No, but he said it. He said it today, Spencer. You're in the public space. You gotta expect it. So he can't right. complain about it. Well, I don't know if you saw my lovely astronaut meme today, but uh, no, I didn't. Can it you was just like DM me. Yeah, can't believe you don't have the bell. You can go and hit the bell on mine. So every time I toot, like the important ones, you can see it. Bell. Yeah, like bell? subscribe, like and subscribe, smash that like button. <laughs> what do you do? You're not on YouTube. Well, there's like a noti bell. I think you can like double follow people and get noties every time they toot. Mm. I shouldn't have told but, you that. That's gonna what? Explain your space meme. It's the astronauts, right, with the gun out, and Adam yes. is looking at Earth and saying, "Wait, you're saying that I'm the sensitive one?" And then John is behind him, other astronaut with the pistol, saying, "Always have been." That's subversive. Because that's what that's what he said. Oh, wait, I'm you're the sensitive subversive. one. All of a sudden, you're subversive. I just, I do enjoy poking the bears all. And, but my belief is like, yeah, I, I also have experienced friction both personally and then like just in, like against non entities, you know. But that's like my friction that I choose to engage in. And like you can engage in as much friction as you want or let go and as much as you want. And I just try to leave it between the people that, you know, because, you know, you have your right to say, hey, you're misrepresenting me. Because hey, you're hey, right. The, he did mis misrepresent you. But for the for the record, it's also I don't hate everybody on the NA stream. Like abs and a six pack I had not <laughs> heard until Third Scandinavian. No, seriously, seriously, I had not heard that until then. Okay. I was pleasantly surprised that that man is an adroit extemporaneous speaker. And he should really concentrate on that being his strength because and if he doesn't already actualize that as being his one of his strengths, He's no, no, seriously, dude. You got a future. Futuristic. Uh, seriously. Thirty-three, thirty-three. By the way, from Bully Steed. <laughs> this was Thank when. You. This was the moment you went to piss because it came out of Podverse, and she said, "Here comes the content." <laughs> 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 See, everybody's doing comedy tonight. <laughs> 
17776 from Brave Boobery, uh, Black Man of the Night Moths, and he sent an MP3, actually. I will oh, no. personally come to your home and beat your ass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I will personally give you my home address. <laughs> hey, Bully Wait, Steve. Or I not just want to say not- I'm not afraid. Come Boobery. to my fucking door and I'll fight you. I made a comment on NAS one night and Boobery took offense. Nuh-uh. Do you know what my comment was? You- NAS does not, no agenda stream does not need one more clip show. Like, I just want more shows like this of just people talking. Like, oh, yeah. Need- Dude, I, and, all the and, clips and, that I hear. And then I, for I, every I one of you, there's like another guy out there who's like, Oh, another fucking handcast. I wish that we'd just play clip shows. Like, clip shows are the only oh thing that's God. worth it. That's what YouTube is. Like, fuck's sake. <laughs> like, if you want clips, go to YouTube. It's like all different shit, though. That's what we We mm. have a real, actual competition, like a free market competition but of Boobery, ideas in space, you know? like I, I did not mean to offend Boobery, but he took offense. I don't think he And did. then he posted a link to your show of the <laughs> four of you, I think it is, yeah. right? Just talking and shit like that. And I was just like, "Yeah, that's what we want. We we just yeah. want more." Well, you talking. would love, uh, you would love behind the schemes. Are you a schemer? Have you schemed yet? <sighs> Here, okay, I actually have uh, some thoughts about uh, value for value as it relates to podcasting. One of the things that you get with value for value is you can't just do like a thirty-minute podcast because uh, that's there's an not opinion. much value. No, no, that you, but there's not much value in it. Bimrose like, does it can, with Angry Tech News. Okay, that's that. Okay, I stand corrected at least in Bemrose's regard. But you have to agree that there is the temptation to provide more content in terms of time. Yeah, um, and he's brought right? that up as You'll, well before, right? There's, and that you're, you, there's more time also for like donations to occur if they occur during the show, or if that's an event on the show, that's or something possible. like that. Yeah. Right. But my point being is, like, I'm ADHD. I'm not special. I just can't. Well, you're special spend, to us. Effortless. I can't spend three hours listening to something anymore, especially at this late stage. Um, so, so I understand the heart, the hardships um, imposed by the idea that you have to provide a certain amount of value, and it's usually regarded as time, sure, like occupied for the listener or the audience. So I understand, like, these are not, it's not, everything's just, like, cut and dried. I think that but, uh, a big but, part but, of this is the culture is, you know, very, very in its early stages in terms of value for value. And it's a very, like, tight cluster of people who really do understand it and, like, see how it works and where it's going. And Do you, uh, have, do you have any thoughts on what's going to happen to podcast? I'm sorry, what is what did Mr. Man say? I, I don't know what say, you said. But. I think... Uh, Podcasting 2.0 and Bitcoin is going to be like huge in I, the future. But I, I don't agree, think, uh, and I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I told Effortless uh, yesterday. I think I was going to orange pill his ass. He's like, "What is orange pilling?" Oh, what is orange? What pilling? am I? What What am I supposed to know? Everything I don't. What is that Dutch? Uh, orange pilling. Yeah, it's like a color of a. Yeah, and the Dutch, I think it's called the orange purple. Orange purple. But uh, <laughs> I I could be wrong on that. What is orange pilling? Orange pilling is uh, when you pr- uh, evangelize the good word of Bitcoin to people. Is that a thing? Oh yeah, it's definitely oh, yeah. a thing. 
I'm resistant. For, I'm resistant. Nobody has to worry about me like stealing their Bitcoin because I could give a fuck. I really don't care. Oh, I, it, like I've no. I told you last time that I eschewed success massively, and one of the one of the actual like uh, residual benefits of eschewing success mm-hmm. is to watch people under like the guise of COVID, and I'm I don't wish this on people. Yeah, I don't. But to watch professionals who had fostered success in their life, fostered an image of success in their children's lives, watch them just fold under the pressure yeah. of mandates and, and expectations of that COVID um, lockdown EUA bullshit. Like I, my, it was like, I tell, I, I mentioned this on, on NAS in a comment. It was like a cold breeze through my knife, a cool breeze through my life. I, I did. I barely noticed anything happen. The only expectation was placed upon me during that time, and was was going to the store and wearing a mask through part of it. And the the reason that is is because I'm such a loser. I'm a biggest loser in the world, and I couldn't possibly want success less because I've always been like disincentivized. And as a result, I have a unique perspective on um, what they're levering people with. Mm-hmm. And it is their own self-perceptions of being whole adults and being successful yeah. and everything that that meant. Like, you can't tell me that all those nurses dancing wanted to be dancing. Like, it was fairly humiliating. Sure. To do that. So and when I, you say eschewing a, a success, though, like you're just, I, I, I kind of sense that you're talking about like the false parts of success, or like, are you talking about like no just material rendered, and monetary it was wealth rendered or? a falsehood by COVID? That's my point. Is that people were unable to say no for fear of losing prestige? Uh, some for people fear were of losing status. More so than you ever, all the government employees, yeah, so, all of the airline employees, all of this prestige that comes with their positions and their little fiefdoms that they operate within, mm-hmm. it was all threatened. Yeah. And, and, and well, most, well, well, most people are, uh, you know, most people have their wealth and priorities tied in other shit, you know? I mean, there are, no, anybody, any one of them could also have said, hey, fuck you, I'm, I'm driving my own boat. But I'm not they telling everybody and I'm not I'm not telling people to not be successful. I'm just saying there's a marked difference between people panicking over what they've like developed over the course of their time and many people have done more than I have. Like listen to me, I empathize with you, but the fact of the matter is the gauntlet was thrown down during COVID. And I think so people, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Many people responded well, I think appropriately given the amount of status and prestige that they their self-perception manifests from whatever effort they put into life. And it's not wrong. It's just that it was exploited. That's fair enough. I can see that. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. And it's sad. And it's sad because I'm... Uh, the reason I say this is because I am in a unique position whereby I carved out a little place in my life where I could subsist at least comfortably but not excessively. So I, I have a job that I didn't have to go to brick and mortar for. It never changed anything about my ability to go to work, any of that stuff. 
I'm just in a unique position to say I watched a lot of people's behaviors change under that aegis of protecting the public and protecting grandmas and protecting kids who don't even have mature ACE2 receptors. But given all the misinformation, too many people fell for it. That's Mm -hmm. my point. And for what reasons we can surmise, I just posited one of them. Sure. No, I, I, I dig what you're throwing down for sure. I dig what this next boost is throwing down too, by the way. 42,000 sats came in from Booberry out of Boost CLI. Woo! He said, grow this. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Whatever, whatever turns you on. I'm growing as we speak. I can feel it. Thanks, Booberry. Uh, thank you, Booberry. Thanks, Booberry. And... I'm going to somebody else who can discover Nathaniel's name. <laughs> 3333 from Bowley Steed. I bet she has a person- guess. The first person to message Spencer Nathaniel and its correct spelling wins. <laughs> Did he just dox you on... Uh... Is there any Canadians left that you haven't doxed? He's not Canadian. I know. He's I, I was trying to change the subject. He's from... I, I can't say where it is. All I know is that Pan Flutes Echo. Pan Flutes Echo. Yes. Sounds like uh, Akron, Ohio. Do, 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 do. That's a big pan flute town, Akron. You ever been to Akron? It's pan flutes they like... Play, no, they don't. You've, uh, I'm telling you, man. Northeast Akron. You go down there any Tuesday through Friday. Northeast Akron, Ohio. It's fucking ridiculous. Bully Steed's ridiculous too, by the way. 3333. Thanks, Bully. Who says through Podverse... During the darkest times of COVID, effortless made me laugh. So there you are. I try, and it's all I do. I really, 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 if somebody even replies to something that I do, my brain's automatically working. And I hope that I come up with something suitably funny and it lifts their spirits. That's what I seek to do. I'm a pretty funny guy. I hope that I'm appreciated. I hope that people appreciate that it doesn't come from nowhere. It, it actually requires effort to be funny, and and it's not effortless. It's a monumental effort. It really hard. It's hard, and and I say it's autonomic, but you have to then make the decision. Whether so hard. Post it, it, whether you're going to post the joke or not. Like I'm, I have a couple of Adam <laughs> Curry sure? jokes. Would you like to hear my Adam Curry jokes? Oh my I have god! Two, I have two of them. Do they're I want to know this? Excuse well, me. They what? Regre- they're progressively worse, but the first one's fairly innocuous. So. You oh my god! Yes. Okay. Here we go. Um, how tall is Adam Curry? Uh, how tall? Well, he originally thought it was cedar pollen, but it turns out it's chemtrails. What? 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 (laughs) That's, he's that tall. I have another height joke. Why is Samio such a good gardener? Uh, why? Because you can't reach the cupboards. Oh, you guys are terrible. The cover, she can't. She has to keep growing shit in the ground, you guys. shouldn't have to explain the joke. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. She has to keep growing stuff in the ground. You should not have to explain the joke. I should not have to explain the joke. Okay, my last joke. What's the difference between Alex Jones and Adam Curry? Uh, I give up. Male vitality. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got a laugh. Okay, there's a funny one. I know, that's good. You got one. I know. And it's the meanest joke, right? It's so much so mean. It's a pretty mean joke. Sorry, Adam. And then you sit on the sex ball, and then boing, <laughs> you're dressed in assless chaps. 
My three jokes. That's some male vitality right there. I don't know. Male vitality. You see, the, the problem is you keep making me defend Adam for no reason. Well, if he didn't post that so real picture all the time, that would be a- <laughs> You know the one where his Jesus. chin's all pinned to his shoulder and he's like staring into the uh, the camera so hard he's cross-eyed? <laughs> that one? I don't think I've seen Stop this Stop using that, Adam. I promise you. From the Bird Gang <laughs> Consulting Group, I'm telling you that picture is wrong. Bird Gang. Bird Gang Consulting Group. Bird Gang has spoken. Uh, Kevin, how do we? How do you orange pill these days? Are you like a? Is that a pastime or a hobby of yours? Orange pilling? No, when I see like a special project and effortless. Oh, get, you're gonna have to get closer because you dropped out. Sorry. So it's a just a special project with him because he doesn't understand. So it's just people that you care about, right? Like that you're just invested in. Yeah, like I don't really argue with anybody anymore. Like. Try to change anybody's minds. Like, if you haven't figured it out by now, you know. Definitely. I agree. Yeah, we had uh, just a little bout of that when we first started launching the nodes and getting on a podcasting 2.0. We had like a, oh, yeah, we got to get all the NA stream people on too, you know, like, we're gonna get everybody on this thing. And uh, that's not, um, I don't know. It's not something I'm qualified for, I think. What I, does an EMP do to Bitcoin? What, what have multiple EMPs do to what Bitcoin? What does an EMP do to Bitcoin? And that, yeah, yeah. Like, like if, if somebody decide to EMP, like, uh-huh. critical infrastructure, Yeah. I know everybody said, okay, you're going to set up a mesh, ad hoc mesh network. And sure. It's well, connect that way, blah, blah, blah. But what if all they do is just drive trucks into places and set off EMPs and then drive the truck somewhere else and set off another EMP and stuff like that? Like, what happens to that ad hoc mesh network if everybody's electronics are dead? Like, if they, they could hardware Then we're, own. like, very fucked for a lot of communications well, reasons. Well, this is but my question. But then we would have to rebuild the communication systems. And as the communication systems rebuilt, if there was only one surviving copy of the blockchain, it would still survive and it would still propagate blocks. And if all the miners got knocked off the difficulty okay. rate would hop way down oh. to adjust and people would be solving blocks on pens and paper all for a that, little while. All of that presupposes no activity happens in the interim by the powers that be to lock down everything and just like go to order. Sure. Door I mean, like that, right? you're talking about like scenarios where like it's going to happen. It's about you th- bullets and water at that point, not about who has what Bitcoin or money okay. or anything else. Okay. If Bitcoin is a silver bullet that everybody says that it is, how does it survive their attention? It's yeah. That's a great question. How does it survive? How has it survived their attention? Well, no, it has not been keyed upon because CDBC has not been fully rolled out. But the second that happens, is going to be a competing source of sure. income for people. Yeah. So my question to you is: We all, none of us thought that they were going to make white people racists across all of media, but it has come to pass. Anybody who was looking at how things were going to be used regarding race would have predicted that that was going to happen and everybody would have said, nah, it couldn't happen and it has. So my question is, if the inevitability is that a competing income source is going to compete with their like uh, fiat, like digital currency, what is the, uh, what is the prospectus for humanity if they're going to try and push that is it going to be door-to-door confiscation of electronics is it, it like seriously like is it like it's the people I talk about it. the guns 
Well, but, how uh, are you going to stop? How are you going to stop people from operating outside of CDBC when you damn well know that that is not in their plan? You can't stop them. You can try. How are you going to stop mm. them from smoking weed? You can't stop them, but you can try. How are you going to stop them from doing anything that they try to stop people from doing? You can't, but you can try. You can play whack a mole. You can grab certain people, but. Hello. Who wants I mean, to we're be a well-armed yeah, but who society. Wants... We're not going to be just. They can't door to door us, and it's been like that for a long time. I agree. I agree that it's not possible at this point in time. But at a certain point, they might just start burning houses. Like, down, like at Waco. that point, at that point, what I'm always trying to say is like the whole fact that you have to go to such an absolute teeth natching uh, Armageddon doomsday scenario where like, we're so far fucked that we're fucked on a lot more than just like, Oh, is my node still running? Uh, then how do you think they're going to deal with you? Endorsement for exactly like, even, but how do you think, how would you predict their next move? If your move is, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put all my stuff in something they can't touch. What is their next move by your estimation? Try to touch it. And then you can laugh at them while they try to touch it. I don't know. Like, I know, but I, I kind of uh, feel again, like getting, a, ba- getting back to the yeah, exactly. Hmm? What's that, Mister? There's all kinds Kevin? of game theory involved in that. Well, for sure, and that's my point: is that it's not as cut and dried as it is. Like, oh, who I I beat the system. My question is: I don't think anybody's that... trying to say that it beats the system. Well, uh, here's the in thing: in the sense here's... of the system falls because it's this sword. Uh, it. It's and it's the same with value for value. It's the same for a lot of these concepts, like the I, and decentralization in general. The idea is I could build for myself something outside of this dependence mm-hmm. on all of the control levers and control mechanisms. And uh, by the way, most people will go f- just fine. Like most people will slave on the CBDC, and that's fine. And some people will not, and conti- will continue not to. Just like okay. the Vax thing. Just like what all of this stop- shit, just like the trans uh, Maoist, whatever they talk about now. Like, there's plenty of people who are just saying, yes, but I have a life that exists outside of that, and that's where I live. And what? They're going to have to come uh, to my fucking door, aren't they? And drag me into that shit. And uh, at that point, we'll deal with it then. You know? Could they but- not regulate your ability to convert it from whatever it's I in just want right to say, now? I'm not afraid. I don't need to convert it. <laughs> I don't need to convert shit. I have Bitcoin. I don't need to convert shit. I can well, send no. that to what anybody. If, sure, they, they could completely make transacting in Bitcoin 100% illegal yeah. and, and gulagable. And do what about it? Gulagable. And do what about it? Are they they can make, they can make weed 100% legal. Has Joe Biden? And what are they going to do about it? No, but has Joe Biden done anything legal since he started? Uh, I don't know who you're arguing for on that side, but no, of no. Course my not. my point being is he's done things that would not be constitutional. Oh, we should ban no that. Re- no, my point being is they're just gonna fucking say, look, if you, uh, if I, I even suspect you of having Bitcoin, I'm mm. gonna cut off electricity <sighs> to your house. Think about it. Oh. What are you gonna? You might have a generator, but well, not do. everybody does. Well, I, I'm just okay. I'm just thinking ahead, and I'm thinking. That? I would be because getting a lawyer post haste, for wait, sure. Do you, th- do you think lawfare works from the ground up? I have personally conducted lawfare from the ground up, so fucking a, yeah. To the does. Biden administration? No, the Biden administration has nothing to do with me. No, but and that's this is where the same thing with from. the slappy kid the that DOJ. I was trying to make a point of. Like everything's like a, a full fire five alarm fire. Like 
it's really not that big of a cheese, man. Look, I'm the first person to admit I don't understand Bitcoin. But my question is, oh, well, if it's reliant we upon electricity, right. no, 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 no. I don't. I don't make any bones about it. But my my reticence has been, if it's a currency that is somehow based on network access and electricity, somehow they've got like a life for is that. like modern life is. Modern mm. life is. If I have dollar bills on my wallet, I can go and spend those. If I have corn in my account i can spend it sure but I can 7-eleven doesn't but 7-eleven what if, what if they come and take, take your dollar bitcoin. bills out of your hand because they say my no. local liquor store doesn't like, take bitcoin subway doesn't take bitcoin they don't yeah but some guy will go buy it for you if you give it to him like there's a okay. way around every one of these things dude so that's if, your plan is is to play like is to play some black market no my plan Uber is Eats? to fucking relax dog like that's my plan, mm, well, I don't but think that's an I don't easy think solve if your plan comes to, comes to pass, is what I'm saying. That's not my plan. My, my point being is that I support any attempt to get around what they're doing, but I have always been disappointed by the outcome. You just think you know that it can't work because you're not trying it, so that's giving you confidence that it won't work. No, that's not my point at all. My point being is... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying the financial system. No, but the here. I know, but the financial system. I don't think the current financial system is a fucking you know a just or anything like that. Like what you should get for keeping your money in the bank should be far more than what they give you because they make off like bandits with your savings. But my point being is, I just I I I, I just don't understand how something so perfect would be not be obliterated well, by the powers and that be. That's fair because many people feel the same way when they're outside of the space and they haven't explored it and they haven't done any kind of research and like what you're talking about now is almost like just reading lines off of in the org when you look at the government section like these questions are very common for people who don't know like how the whole system works and the underlying mechanisms behind it and it's all kind of asked and answered stuff to people who are further in. So that's just why like there's a bit of humor to it. Like is this the first time you've heard any of these things, Mr. Man? Uh, from him or from anybody? Just from anybody, yeah. Just from anybody who doesn't from use any- Bitcoin or doesn't, you know. From him. Anybody from that uh, him. <laughs> anybody that doesn't really understand or hasn't really looked into it or read anything about it, like, this is all pretty basic stuff. It's like, basically, I think what we're doing is just, we're just going to go over here and, like, build our own thing and... Have any of you lost something well, since the 65,000 high of Bitcoin? Have any of you lost value? Lost value what? Remember when... In Bitcoin dollar terms? Were, yes. From that day? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, okay. But what, so what is it's that? A pretty, it's it's an, pretty volatile, right? Okay, there's another in the FUD. <laughs> right, no, but it's pretty volatile. Well, yeah, right? it does. It goes up and down. Uh, like way more than the fucking dollar does, right? I'm not defending the dollar. Don't get don't me wrong. I don't think so. Zoom but out on the graph. Saw... Just zoom out on the graph. It only goes up. It only goes up. You can pick yeah. the last. What is it? Okay. You can okay. pick the last all-time what is, high what and is say, it whoa, pegged, whoa, whoa. What's it pegged at today? I have no idea. Around $30,000. Why $30, don't you know that? Because it okay, doesn't fucking matter to me. It's not but relevant. But it's half of what it was two years ago. And no, it's, I don't think so. I don't think that's true. When was it? 65? It was like 69,420, like a year, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. It was a peak. So, and so two it's or, coming two back Two and up. a half years ago, it was, right. you know, in the tens. So people who had bought, I'm not saying they bought at 65, but they had the value of 65 per, right? Or 69 or whatever it was. 
and it's at 30 now. So my question is then, yeah. how can you peg something on something so volatile? You're not pegging. You're just collecting and using sats as a different uh, value control. And we've oh. been around the block. This is the third big up, down buck. Like if you really zoom into the first one, which is like right around where I started when it dipped below 420, it was like the first time it got up like twelve, fourteen hundred dollars And then it went oh, down gosh. to like 33% of that, you know? And everybody was like, oh, fuck, woe is everybody. Bitcoin's dead. Uh, everyone lost billions. Of do- I lost millions and billions. Everyone lost like all this dollar amount of money while a whole new generation of people went, what the fuck is this? And got in. And that happened again at uh, whatever the other fucking big crazy peak was. It was like 10 to 20 or some shit like that. Might have not even been that. Might have been like eight. I can't remember. But I think it was like 12. Yeah, something like that. You can like look it all up. The same thing is going on right now with the 69, and then it went all the way down, I think, what, 16 or 15? Which was a yeah. fucking excellent time, by the oh, way. Yeah. It was Just a fucking thought, great time, by the way, because now it's back up at 30. So... Every hill you ride down, you ride another one back up. And if you zoom all the way out, it's only gone up. And that's due to its nature. So if you study its nature and why that is, you know, there's a happening coming up next year. So, like, I would suggest figuring it the fuck out before then. That's, like, a great time because you will regret not figuring it out if you wait a whole year to 18 months from today. I'm not or a speculator. I'm just not. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. That's why... That's why I feel so comfortable. Look, I stand corrected if I'm completely wrong, but I just have my doubts. I always have had my doubts. Yeah. Well, I don't, uh, I don't hope you take my word for it. I hope you uh, do your own research on the matter. Look into it. Well, I went and looked at like some sort of like some sort of market. Was it bull? Is that what it is? I'm not Some sure. Some Canadian. Uh, no, oh, but I, like, yeah, bull. I, yeah, I think I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's Canadian, right? Yeah. And and I was just like, do I? I don't know if I. I don't have very much money. Yeah. I don't want if I. I've been hacked in my own government's revenue agency account twice now. Yeah. You should um, just I stack your sets by uh, come talking with us, man. No, no, they're going to whoever knows how to spell Nathaniel according to the biblical sense. You can't get any more obvious than that, you guys. Uh, GG Bulls with Buds, Bully Steed makes a great point. The GG Bulls with Buds is a great uh, primer. Good tutorial, she says. Mm, I tutorial. honestly, I honestly, and you know what, I don't mean to be doomer about this, but, and, and I'm not a big maid proponent at, a, you know, medical assistance and dying. Yeah. But I gotta be honest, man. When I was a kid, when I was like five or ten, I was like, I want to live to a hundred. I no longer want to live to a hundred. Yeah, so well, I sincerely hope I die at my desk doing my job. Because <laughs> Die with because your boots none, on? No, seriously. Like, none of this. Like, the last thing I want to be is in some government-run retirement home with some foreigner that doesn't give a shit about any of the things about this country just basically slapping me awake every morning to give me my medicine like i don't want that <laughs> right seriously no that's yeah. well no man like it's it's it, there's something wrong with the with our world and i i don't i don't imagine I, I don't imagine anybody would disagree with there's something wrong with the world um i live in canada we have had uh, crazy immigration and immigration is a terrible thing um, if only because nobody speaks the same language anymore. Um, so uh, w- w- one of the things I do is I do a survey at work for the insurance corporation of the province that I live in. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm not kidding you. It, it, like I find these things out talking to people. It's not like it's like published anywhere. But this this guy told me that oh, it was great because he wanted to go get his driver's license and he could do his knowledge test in fucking Vietnamese. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like all this, there's no there's no Vietnamese signs. And how do you do your knowledge test in fucking Vietnamese, right? But apparently, it was great. And so that's what multiculturalism has wrought is this idea that we're just going to cater to this this crazy fractured society that we live in and then deal with. Uh, the insurance complications on the back end by saying everything's no fault, right? So nobody's at fault in any of the fucking accidents. The government just pays out. The government shorts everybody. It's a big scam. So my one of the things at my job is that I have to talk to all of these people and it's becoming increasingly difficult to get cogent responses from anybody about anything unless they're from here. And there's a huge problem with our with with the way things are going in that regard. It makes communication difficult for sure. It's impossible. It's fucking impossible. Uh, do you follow Wei Wu on Twitter? I can't say that I do. Oh, she's this Chinese account. I don't even know if it's a she or if it's like a Western person like mugging that she's like a Chinese national. Hmm. But she got banned off of Twitter like a year and a half ago for basically like doing this performative posting about how bad Detroit was. Detroit is America's butthole and stuff like that. Like, that's the kind of stuff she posts. But now she's just come up to Canada and she's like, I come to Canada. Where are the Europeans? Everyone Indian. Like, it's just all this broken English fucking posting. You should look up at Wei Wu on Twitter because it is fucking some of the most golden posting. But she, currently she's working through her problems with er, learning English. And she thought, well, it's got to be better than Detroit. I'll go up to Canada. And she's gotten up to Canada and realized that everybody's depressed and everybody looks at the ground while they're walking around and nobody speaks English and everybody knows there's something wrong. But yeah, it's a fucking fabulous account. It might be right up there with like Tatiana McGrath, mm. that, that fake woke I don't know person. You don't know Tatiana McGrath? Mm -mm. It's I don't, this guy. I don't get uh, bird sight much. I don't oh, even know, what? like, the Bitcoin. This is the same thing I deal with at the Casey Bitcoiners. They'll be like, oh, did you see the uh, Fine post? And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I don't. Well, I suspect Wei Wu is, is a parody account. I really do. Like, the broken English is a little obvious in places. But I, I support that. I support parody accounts in that regard. We but have a uh, voicemailer that called in in broken English. Would you like to hear um, it? Yes. It's a Friday. <laughs> oh, it's good. Hey, yo. Oh, yeah. Friday. Unless it's going to be on a different day, like Sunday or whatever, because it sounds like <laughs> you guys are still trying to figure that out. Yeah. But, uh, we yeah. had a thing. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Caller so had his question ready. y'all on, uh, on No Agenda Social. Oh. Don't really know anything about you, so. New you follower. Know, whatever. You know, how'd you get into No Agenda? Just start to pick a question that Spencer probably already asked. <laughs> you remembered this time, like you remember last time. And, uh, yeah, and uh, what if you had to describe a bird gang to somebody who knew nothing? How would you describe it? And then uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Nice. So I well, yeah, I didn't come up with that one actually. You guys are having a fantabulous start to your weekend in the bowl, and uh, yeah. So love you guys. So dangerous. Dangerous as fuck. And uh, whether it's Friday or it's Sunday. Or it's a different day. 
go ahead and give a little caca. That's a big caca. I'm going to let Kevin take a crack at that, but I'm sure my answer's better. Yeah, if you had to describe Kevin. Bird Game Kevin. to somebody who knew it, just nothing. Uh-huh. Oh, he's there's a caca. still going. <laughs> this guy belongs in Bird Gang. He just followed you guys. You got a... Uh, What's the hazing ritual where you get in? DM disavow Mr. Man and I'll make you a bird picture using AI. That's how they all came about. You don't get like beat in or anything, right? What kind of no, 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 no. But no, seriously, if you want to be bird king, you got to DM me uh, some compromising uh, information. Compromat? You got to Xerox the left nut. Yep. What bird gang is is a collection of the funniest people. We are. We are the funniest people. We are so funny that we have to hide it from everybody in DMs so that people don't think that we actually hate each other. Wait, because that's wait, all we wait. do. Like, Sammy's constantly calling Kevin a fag. And, and I'm sorry, but that's the truth. You're gay. <laughs> Kevin's gay. Da, 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 da. And I love what? Sammy for it. It's the truth. And, what? and no, but we're con- that's all we do is like I make Sammy's show short jokes all the time. Like that's what we do. Oh, yeah. But we're Sammy has put it thusly that we came from a place in our lives where we were uh, like in terms of dog training, we were well padded and we can take it. We can take the cut and thrust. Not many people can. And I know that sounds funny coming Excuse from me, me bitching, bitching about Adam like all, all this time, but it's only because it's so impersonal and so like gratuitous. If you're going to make me do this with this guy, I'm going to go all the way, all the way. But no, but we, what we do in DMs, you'd never see. And we have so much fun in I DMs. I thought that was not allowed. Uh, I thought that was disallowed. No, no, no. At, well, I, okay, okay. I made a shit ton of hay out of that using the odd comment here and there. You? About blah, blah, blah. Yes. We're salty but, about it? No. No, no, no. I wasn't that. I was just like, I would make a joke about, oh, I DM this or DM that. But okay. my point being is, the only thing he's complaining about there is that people like, like DMing him like tips for the show. That's what it is. Right. He just well, wants, and it's easy he wants to, it out in the open. It's right? easy to lose context in a DM. I totally get that. Well, actually, it's, like, it's a lot. It's a lot easier because you're just dealing with one person per se. But my man. point being is, he wanted activity about the show in view of everybody, which I get. Like, I don't begrudge him that. But I made a bit of hair out of that. Like, I made. I made. I, I definitely. I played off the misconception because it was funny. It was fucking funny. Yeah. It's a weird show. It's subversive. You're subversive. Yeah. Hey, okay. I did not want to come on here and, and like list off every podcaster on the network and then like you said like you had shoot a, uh... wind up their ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to end the show. Beefs. You want to start. You want beefs. you want to end the show. So no. you want me to tell my story about MK Ultra and I, I can do tell. want you to I'm tell your MK Ultra story, the... dude. This is my serve. Okay. Do you want to hear it? I do. Please. Okay. Well, years and years ago, this is around ninety five, ninety six. I worked at a paint store. It was a really high-end paint store, but I had to open it. And so every morning I would get there at like 7 in the morning and then sit there at the office desk, and I would wait for contractors to come in to have their, their orders filled. And what I would do every day was I'd buy three newspapers, the Globe and Mail, the Vancouver Sun, and the Province, and I would just read them. And I like this is back then, so if anybody thinks I'm, I, I'm new to trying to keep up with the current events, no, I've always been like this. I was reading papers when I was 12. So one day, I'm going through the Globe and Mail. I don't even know. I'm so fucking bored. I'm in the classifieds. And there's this message there, and it reads, 
are you tired of the Quebec referendum and Quebec always asking for special status? Well, call this number. And then it said, Helen Berg. It said Helen Berg. And I took, I clipped this ad out. I don't know why, but I'm kind of like magic that way. But I clip it out and I, for some reason, I put it on the fridge with magnet. And I bet you it was six months, eight months before I, I woke up one Saturday. It was an off payday weekend. I was broke. All I had was a bit of black coffee, and I thought, fuck, what am I going to do this weekend? I see this ad, and I call this number. Holy shit, this lady answers. She says, oh, my God, you answered my ad? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm calling you about your ad there. And uh, I'm, I, too, am pissed off about Quebec always asking for special status and threatening to take their ball and go home if they don't get their way. And she said, what are you fucking talking about? And I said, well, your ad here, it says, are you tired of the Quebec referendum? Uh, are you tired of Quebec always asking for special status? Call this number, Helen Burke. She says, my name's not Helen Burke. And I'm like, what? She said, my name's Helen Boychuk. And I said, well, what do you mean? And she says, well, my ad was about, are you, were you subject to Ewan, whatever is Ewan Cameron? Ewan, Ewan Cameron. Ewan McGregor? No, Ewan Cameron. He was the Scottish doctor who worked at McGill and Ryerson. Okay. But he was running MK Ultra out of there. So her ad was a classified ad asking for other victims of MK Ultra to call her so she could compile stuff about her whatever she was going to do with it. I talked to her for like 90 minutes. She told me about all the electroshock. She told me about the multimedia experiments. She told me about being fed psychedelics and, and mind-altering uh, psychotropics. It's just weird they talk the chicks into it. Anyhow, long story short, I finally finish up with her, and I'm just like, what the fuck did I just listen to? Yeah. Two weeks later on uh, CBC, I think it was either The Fifth Estate or The Passion I Die, they're a CBC documentary show. Keep in mind, two weeks later... There was the American government apologizing to victims of MKUltra in Canada. It was a formal apology. That happened, man. Like, I, like they changed her ad in the Globe and Mail in 1995-96 so that people wouldn't call her about MKUltra. That's my MKUltra story. Wild. It happened. Crazy. Well, you, just, you just happened to respond to that one. I know. And you would think, okay, yeah, I've, everybody's heard that stuff. That actually happened. I still, to this day, I'm just flabbergasted that they were so brazen about what they were doing. She was talking about being gang stalked. She was talking about them putting stuff in her water. Like she was clearly, at the very least, compromised, you know, mentally or emotionally as a result of what happened to her. Hmm. But it really came home to me when I was just sitting there watching TV and there was the American government. And that was, uh, that was under Bush 2, the Bush 2 government, uh, apologizing formally to Canadian victims of you and Cameron in uh, MKUltra. That happened. Yeah, that thing is still echoing as far as the uh, things that come out. I remember that big movie that uh, Clooney, I think it was Clooney was in it, right? The goats thing? Oh, that came out while I was, goats. Uh, yeah, that came out while I was in college. It was like a big deal. Yeah, that guy's a, he's a tryhard. That's like when I first learned about all that. If you would want to be associated so readily with intelligence, you're such a fucking tryhard, George Clooney. Tryhard. He is. Come on, wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Look, oh, if there's something I do, if there's something I have a knack for, it's boiling stuff down to like the most reducible form. Okay. And so, yeah. So if there's something that people want to look out for, I've noticed that other people are doing it now and I have no problem with it. I'm, I'm happy to like be emblematic of, of more concise communication. But if there's something, if you want to notice that I do, it's that I have a mil- ability to break stuff down into sort of like a toot haiku or something like a that. A toot haiku. Yeah, like it has meter, it has a certain brevity to it, a certain minimalism to it, but it sticks with you. It really does. And that's what I seek to do. I seek to make models that people can repeat to when when they need to, when it strikes them. And it, that's like, I, I don't know what I'm on this fucking planet for. I really don't know. To be the Fedinardo da Vinci. Well, I just want to be, I just want to be able to sort of boil it down. Like I'm not a super smart guy. I just know that I have a way for, for making stuff bite-sized. And that's the only way I've ever been able to learn. And some people can learn reading like 10 chapters of a textbook and then somehow that all sticks. I think they're, I think they're a, a total outlier. I think the vast majority of people need to take a bite and ruminate on it. Yeah. And then take a bite and ruminate on it. I'm happy to do that. That's all I'm doing there. Whereas, is, is, like, I, I think if anybody, like, all I do is post against, like, like, the shit that's happened to whites at the hands of CRT and BLM and all that shit. I seek to uh, point out what's happening to kids in regards to the trans crap. Like, it's totally, like, totally beyond the pale at this point. Yeah. Um, I seek to, to point out very readily that it's okay to say that teachers have something to answer for and they really should prove themselves to us rather than just being acclaimed teachers now um so like if there's if i if i perceive that i have a purpose on nas it that's what it is it's it's to take heat for saying the thing uh that other people are loath to uh because i well I, I used to do it on facebook just be an example like you can say that man you can, it's okay to say that it's okay to say it's okay to be white right and this is a really basic example of it, and it's not my creation, but it's it's important that people are able to bite-size stuff so that they can regurgitate it as required um, when it's meaningful to the discussion at large. Yeah, I get that. Like, you guys are good at it, but, uh, you know, I, you remember that audio folder you sent me? Yeah. That is some of the horniest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> There's some in there. Oh my god, it's so oversexed. Oh, it's so overtly sexual. Pounding the old in and out, eh? Oh my god. Yeah. I'm no, sure but they were just jizzing all over themselves for uh, that. I, I got in there and I was just like, what? What? And, and then there's a bunch of stuff in there that's other people. Oh, but yeah, I thought there would uh, be way more bowl stuff and it was a lot of like... Jesus like, Christ, it, why don't you put some goddamn clothes on? It was a lot of edgy sort of sex stuff and, and, and uh, if anybody knows me... breasts? I'm I, exactly. I'm loath to be a sexy guy in public. It's just not for me. It's so overtly sexual. It's, I know why you have four kids. <laughs> I know what. what yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. I get exactly it's part of the package. Yeah, yeah. So, Mister Man, I've monopolized this show. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> he said when you went away, he was like, "I was promised I wouldn't have to talk on this thing. Like I could just sit here." Then why did I ask him? For truck noise. I thought it was obvious. Truck noise. Hey, (laughs) hit the horn. We've had a solid bed. Can you give me a a little blast of horn? I think they arrest you for that in Vegas. Do they? Yeah, no, it's too late. You got to put E on the horn in Vegas. Ah, damn it. What time zone is Vegas? It's horn in the day, horn E during the night. 
Is Vegas Central Mountain, right? No, it's uh or are you in same Pacific? Time as, yeah, Pacific time. It's Pacific? Pacific. Pacific. Yeah, it's not Las Vegas, Alabama, dog. Yeah. So I don't I hope I I hope I didn't offend anybody. I had some shit to say. You've I have been some officially stuff to explain. Canceled. I've been canceled. Well, good You've enough. ruined uh timeless traditions between uh friendship rituals of Wolfgang and Birdgang. I don't know where anyone stands anymore after this. Oh, come on. Everything is in a shambles. Okay, give some serious thought to at least DMing <laughs> me about how we're going to format that because I think it would be awesome if we had some sort of formatted game show. I think yeah. people would tune in for it. I think that people would like the people involved. Birdgang versus Wolfgang. And others. And I thought... The, uh, the Rogue Wave and I, I, The Rogue I proposed, Wave. I proposed Cobra Kai for a group that hasn't even formed yet. Cobra Kai, okay. <laughs> Cobra Kai. What, what is this uh, you were saying, uh, Mr. Man? The... There's a rogue wave. The rogue wave. He's like, yeah, he's like, I don't like uh, Bird Gang or Wolfpack. Oh. I'm going to be a rogue wave. He's a rogue wave. I missed the rogue wave. He must not have made that big of a splash. This should be animals. <laughs> and all school and intramurals were like some dumb animal or a color, right? It was like blues versus reds. Or it was like marmots versus chipmunks or something like that so that's what gave me the idea like intramurals like nasa intramurals and who wouldn't want to hear people answering skill testing questions like come on oh yeah come on come on come on well i want to say thanks for coming on uh it's crazy because we're sitting here it's like over the two hour mark it just is like a blink of the eye it's like always like that with bowls that uh bowls with buds when get with our chummy chums you know what i'm saying but uh fuck it's been it's been fantastic hanging out was i supposed to hang out after the show while you guys talk or was i supposed to disconnect last time you can hang out as long as like we're down here or whatever you know you don't have to like it sounded uh, like you're having fun were we having fun you were last time. You went. There was still something after the show, and I was like, "Was I supposed to stay on?" Oh well, we but just. But I'll leave we, if you want me to leave. Oh, we just put the show together. We you know pick out the clips and whatever. But there is an after show. Yeah, it's like a production thing. Well, we put, I'm going to disconnect right away again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks He's for connecting. Me. Thanks. Uh, and uh, in all seriousness, it's always a fun time to uh, sit down and talk with you. Did anybody answer the question correctly? Not to my knowledge. Ah, oh, fuck. Can you just pick somebody to give my sats to, or I'll give them to you and they can give them to somebody uh, that put up with it? Why don't you boost it. Boost them boost to your favorite give... show. Boost them to your favorite uh, show. I can have to listen to abs again. Yeah, there you go. And cold acid, stop podcasting from your bathtub. <laughs> what is with this microphone? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Is he, uh, this is a $160 it... kit that I bought off of Amazon. Yeah. And th- it doesn't sound that bad. It's these. I know, but these tones, tonalities. I thought he was a techno dude. Uh, Is he podcasting? He's very into the Amiga. That's for sure. What? What is his microphone? I'm not sure. I've never seen it. It sounds like a laptop He hasn't shown me. That's kind of a personal thing. You don't just go waving your microphone around people's faces. Well, this is an AT that I got as a kit for 160 bucks. And the headphones suck. And the mic is decent. It's okay. And uh, it came with a little desk boom. I'll buy him one. Well, there you go. I'll buy you one. Purchase of the desk mic. Offered up. That's what he'll spend his sats on. 
No, uh, it's the most disappointing thing. Are you going to even allow Mr. No. Man the opportunity no. to bid our bowlers adieu? Maybe. Okay, do it. What am I doing? <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> Say goodnight, Seymour. Uh, good night, Seymour. <laughs> Ta-ta, there, Richard. <laughs> oh good night, God, everybody. I, I know. Ta-ta, there, Richard. Here we go. If I'm ever back again, I'm sure for everybody it'll be too soon. Oh, my God. Too soon to close the show, but we're going to do it anyway. Get out of here. And uh, we're going to see all you lovely people right back at it next Tuesday. Same time, same stations. And until then... I will remain Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. And I'll always be Dame DeLorean. Till next time, bowlers. May your bowls burn ever brighter. Wow, I am really high. It is on, folks. It is on. It is on. Oh, you know what? You're fired, bud. You didn't fall proto, buddy. You're done. And now here I am at Fun Spot, busting my ass. No matter what I say, it draws controversy. Recalcitrant boomer. Dope, 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 smoking. Lots of weed. Let's blame it on the weed, everybody. Try and taste. Guaranteed. Blow your mouth, man. Bowl after bowl. 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 Bowl after